Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
cause they sharp and they so soft. Don't be thrown off in these Olaf. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Noble Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, okay? Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red, in a second. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another phenomenal episode of KTL Radio. Hi right, to the family. Shout out on this Friday night. It's rather rigid night here in New York City. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of brick out here. But nonetheless, uh, peace to you and yours. All right? Definitely get the family, get the family some time to situate, settle in, and make themselves at home. Some extraordinary, phenomenal announcements to make to the family as promised. We told you earlier in the week when we dropped the um, Hollywood Decoded cover for the Django Decoded, we informed you that the website was coming, a DVD download is available as well as a hard copy DVD. Those promises are now officially good as gold. The website is up. The downloads are available. You can access it over at www.hollywooddecoded.com. That's two Ds. D at the end of Hollywood and a D to begin decoded. Or you can go directly to Django Decoded. Okay? The name of that phenomenal presentation, the KT the Arc Degree Blessed with. You can go right over there and tap in. All right, family? Well, Better yet, what I'm going to do, because I see the brother with his hand up in the call queue, let me go and open up the line to our brother, your brother, KT the Arc Degree. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there on the ledge? What's up, brother? Well. Can you, um, are you speaking directly into your phone? Say that one more time. Are you speaking directly into the phone? Yes, yes. Am I am I muffled? It just sounds just a little low. You sound I sound a little low right now. Just a little yeah, low. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm actually I'm actually in the marketplace. I was trying to make it out of the marketplace in time, but it didn't line up that way. But can you hear me though? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. So Come on yeah, it's still. Um, we, we, we've been talking about it for over two years. You know, I made the announcement 
um, last year about the uh, the concept of godly wood and, you know, us being able to um, take our culture, take our story, um, and put it on the screen. You know, we, we go to the movies all the time, and we're not able to see our story being told ever. So, you know, me with the Hollywood Dakota that I drop, I always, you know, make it a point to push our story forward. You know, people might think, or, you know, it's, it's, it's the reality that everything's whitewashed and white supremacy runs rampant in, in the theater. But what a lot of people are, do not realize, thank you, what a lot of people don't realize is the fact that the movies and the stories, especially the archetype of the hero, are all stories that are based, that's based upon us, you know. Um, and I make sure that I'm able to take these huge blockbusters that, you know, the main intention of these blockbusters is to, um, um, you know, suggest certain thought processes and things to the masses. So I make sure that I give people a finer eye. I show them how to look uh, even further so that when they go in these movies, they can be in control of the energy um, that they're receiving and use that to, to, uh, to, to manifest things in the future, use it to stimulate things that they want to happen. So, you know, um, Django Decoded was, was phenomenal. You know, it's, it's the largest response that I've gotten so far with, you know, almost 23,000 downloads, you know, on the show and on the YouTubes. Um, you know, people who have uploaded the radio show to YouTube, it's, it's like 4,000 there. And, you know, everybody's feeling it. I'm, I'm getting feedback from actually people in the industry. I'm talking to a lot of my friends who politic with people in the industry that heard it, and everybody loves it. So, you know, I had to finally buckle down and get this DVD out, and I finally did, and I finally got it out on the date that I said. So for anybody who's interested in, in – because I, I, go, I go even deeper. I know y'all are like, how do you do that? But I went even deeper. On this DVD, you know, I, I went I went more in depth in certain areas. Plus, I have the slides. Plus, I have music. We got some effects. So it's just something different. It's something new. It's kind of in honor, of, you know, Eugene Adams, uh, Blacks in Asia, but like uh, the, the the 2020 version. You know what I'm saying? So for anybody out there who wants to support this whole Hollywood movement, uh, we present you Hollywood Decoded Volume One. Django Decoded, and you just have to type in uh, DjangoDecoded.com. That's it, real simple. You could type in HollywoodDecoded.com, whichever one you remember more. Just type That's it right. in your engine. The site will pop right on up, and you take the choice whether you want a DVD or you want to download. It's, it's entirely up to you. You know, so you can watch it on your tablet, or you can watch it in the comfort of your home on the big screen. But um, many are coming from this. You know, this is an investment that's going to go back into the community in terms of creating films, not just documentaries, people. I know we, we want to see some movies, some action, some drama, some real stuff, and that's what this is the first step towards. So please come out and support the family, the Nodaledge family, um, the Gollywood family with uh, this, this wonderful uh, delivery that I'm giving to everybody with Django Decoded. That's right. Absolutely, family. <laughs> he said that's right. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's the black man. Brother didn't waste, brother didn't waste, <laughs> he ain't waste no time. You know what I'm saying? As promised, he came with the breakdown like overnight. Here he goes with the website, you know what I'm saying, with a full DVD. This is not a rehash of the blog talk show that he did with images overlaying. This is a completely 
new dissertation that he took time out of his busy schedule to do. He's furnished it with visuals. He's furnished it with video, new information, fresh information, everything in HD, and you can download the jump off right to your tablet right now. You know what I'm saying? Your That's iPhone, right. your notebook, you know, wherever you at, whatever you're doing, you can get in tune with this Django Decoded movement. You feel what I'm saying? Or you can get the hard copy shipped to your crib if you want it to be part of your digital library. You know what I'm saying? If you want to actually put it up on the shelf, pass it down to your youth them. When they grow up, and this will be their version of who knows what. It's who know what this movie's going to compel exactly. somebody to do. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what to see this planet from this theatrical offering is going to compel someone to go forth and do in the very near future. This might be the spawning of the next crop of filmmakers. They might be oh, that's exactly to people that liked it or didn't like it that might compel people to actually do something. You know, or there might be a myriad of things that come out of this, as there has already been a myriad of things to come out of this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you just definitely want to put that on the board, family. And often people talk about, I want solutions. I want solutions. I don't be talking about solutions. Well, like the brother said, here we go. Like we've said many times on the go. program, if we all want to participate, right, in the act of creating solutions or creating avenues to solution, this is the first step, you know what I'm saying, of that million mile journey that we're talking about where we can have our own productions, okay? Because we, we have shown and proven at this particular level we could take something conceptually, put it into documentary form where it's digestible not only by you but everyone around you who prior to this might not understand what the hell you're talking about. You feel me? And then That's now in these archetypes, furnishing it with our own flesh, creating our own stories, okay, because they, the, they all have the same themes. You know, and and, and I, I, I let me tell and let me tell the family too, just just in case y'all don't know, when we say this is a family affair, we really mean it's a family affair. I want y'all to know that the people responsible for helping me do this, uh, the, the individual who who was able to edit and record and do the studio portion of this, is Soul Messiah. So you got Soul Messiah and Sai Rock on the ones and twos that helped me bring this to your door, okay. Um, we got, in terms of the artwork and the cover, we got Brian McGee. If y'all remember, we did um, a show about Brother Man with Dawood, um, who created the Brother Man comics, as well as uh, Brian McGee, who, who's uh, over the co- the coloring. Um, and, he, you know, he's at art, artofmcgee.com, as well as brothermancomics.com. And y'all already know uh, where, where to find Sal Rock at. You got him at the godhopmovement, you know, .org. So you got all these people who y'all all familiar with, you know what I mean, that actually help contribute um, to this becoming a reality. You know, it's not just KC the art degree. The reason why this was supposed to happen so quick is because the family came together. Like Red always say, like Voltron, we had all the different lions come together, and, you know, we're standing strong with our sword right now. So join us. Please partake um, in this family affair. Exactly. All right. So, again, family, a definite, definite road to who knows where, you know what I'm saying? But the intention 
is the top of that mountain, that godlyhood. Right? That's you know, it. A few letters, change up the energy of that thing, and you already know what the rest is. So let me go and get my co-host on the line real quick because I'm sure that the brothers want to chime in before you leave. All right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome yeah. to 917239. Peace. From the nine one seven, Brad Pace. All right, he might have run. You know, he, peace, he might peace, be downloading peace. that. Peace. There you go. There you, there you, go. Yeah. There you go. No doubt. I'm on, I'm on one of these androids getting to learn it. It's kind of <laughs> it's a little <laughs> difficult. You sliding, you sliding touch screens and all of that. What's good though? You peace to the family. CPO. Oh, yes, yes. I'm on my three CPO. Peace to the family. Peace to the universe. Welcome to Know the Les Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yeah, we're in the building. The three pillars is erected. KT the Austin Geek. Blue pillar, red pillar. Yeah, let's do it. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and we What's got the Django deal, in the building. Uh, Yo, <laughs> KT Django. KT Django. We got KT Django in the building. <laughs> Not QT, but KT. KT Django. Kamani <laughs> Tarantino. Kamani <laughs> Tino on a man. What's up with yeah, that? Um, what's up with that magazine cover? Was that a checkmate or he's oh, just he's, no, that's no, a jab no. right I, there? I'm, Is that a jab? I'm trying to let I'm trying to let everybody know. When I say there's new information on this DVD, y'all ain't gonna know how I did it, but I got fresh information on there. I touched on the picture on there too, so y'all gotta jump in. I went in on the picture. All right. Yeah, I went in on the picture. It's on there. Yeah. It's on there. I got it. I got the frame on there. I go in on it. But you know, just to, just to give you a little preview of it, it ain't nothing new. I'm not condoning it, but it ain't nothing new. You know what I mean? It's just a spit in the face, like niggas. If y'all want her, come get her. But until y'all ready for her, guess who got her? Guess who got her on lock? <laughs> That's what that is. You know what I'm saying? You already. So, and in a side, is do you want to get rescued? And are we ready to rescue us? And do she even got a man? Because Broomhilda had Django. <laughs> 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 that might be. She don't got a man. So she's saying, you know, she no, cool. she do. She do, though. She do. But most people don't know who her man is. But like I said, y'all got to jump on the Django Decoded. It's on point, man. So Messiah, you know, really, really blessed the family. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So big up to the soul. Definitely. No doubt. Big up to the God. I can't stress it enough. Uh, that's my big brother right there. The brother is a unique soul. You know what I'm saying? His name is very appropriate, Soul Messiah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He definitely reps that title to the fullest and shout out to Shirock shout out to Shirock the Star Seed you know what I mean oh, and they doing big things big yeah, things over big, there big big yeah look yeah. look out for them in February there's some big things coming next month from from Soul Messiah and Shirock shout out to yeah shout out shout out to Selah while we on this God hot thing you know what I mean okay. shout out to the goddess for her contributions you know what I'm saying? Her monumental contributions to the art form. I'm actually at the studio right now at the album Uh-oh. Listening. 
Listen. I knew you had you, you only listen. sound like that when you're in the studio, brother. Listen. When I'm at home, you heard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but, uh, you know, we in the stew. You know what I'm saying? We also got some monumental things coming up in that aspect. I know that, uh, I don't know if, I know that there, there may be some family coming through tonight thinking that we got the more fire Fridays and they got that fresh paint ready. You know what I mean? They may oh, be a little I'm confused as as to what's going on. Nah, but um, Blue is going to let you know it is not tonight. It's going to be next Friday. Uh-oh. But I'll let, I let Blue build on that real quick. Oh. Yeah, so y'all can prepare. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a family a few more days to get that paint right. You know, go tap into the tap into the ethos. We told you next Friday here on KTL Radio. All right, we present to you that work featuring Loaded Lux. All right, more Fire Friday presents that work featuring Loaded Lux. So you need to bring that work with you, family. All right. That's it. That's it. Happy King weekend. Yeah, and all the bars, family. All the bars from that night gotta be work. It gotta be that work. You know, gotta be that work, family. No passive aggressive bars. Putting together. Yeah, we putting together a mixtape off of this show. All right. So we're gonna take. That's it. We're gonna take the gemstones. You know what I'm saying? We want the family to submit them MP3s. All right? We're going to take them MP3s, and we're going to put together this mixtape hosted by Loaded Lux, and in the streets is going to be moving like work. All right? So you need to get in the the lab. You need to chef up that work. All right? Enough said. So that's next week, Friday. Next week, Tuesday, we got our brother Umar Johnson coming back. Oh. That's right on time. That's right on time. Coming with a monumental conversation. And this particular show is going to be titled The Illusion of Inclusion, The Myth of Black and White Equality in America. Oh. So I'm going to be dropping the flyers and the links for all of them uh, monumental episodes that we have coming up. Very shortly, I got everything on deck, ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the best shape of my life. Let me go and open up the line. Okay. Brother might have disappeared. If tonight's first guest is in the building, please press 1, and I will open up the line and bring you into this conversation. Because I'm sure the brother got something to add on. But until then... In the meantime, in between time, of course, you know, we want to inform the family that tonight's monumental episode is the breakdown of the alchemy of sound, the alchemy of sound featuring Black Dot and A.A. Rashid. All right? So we're doing big things for the new year, family, or for this new cycle, should we say. Next Tuesday, Brother Umar. Next Friday, Loaded Lux, Mo Fire Friday. For all of my wordsmiths, spoken word artists, spitters, you know, soothsayers, whatever, storytellers, 
Griots, you name it. The mic is open. The venue is here. Come forth and do what it is that you do best, family. You can send them songs, those MP3s, to pmorpheus at gmail. That's P-M-O-O-R-P-H-E-U-S. P-M-O-O-R-P-H-E-U-S at gmail. All right? Send them MP3s, family. And let's definitely start cooking. Monument, monumental offering. So with no further ado, family, because we are almost near the half an hour mark, I want to go and open up the line for tonight's first guest, the esteemed fourth pillar of KTL Radio. Welcome back for this new cycle. Your brother, my brother, the Kabbalah God, A.A. Rashid. Peace. Yo. Yo. There you go. What's good? Hold on. Let me let him go. Double A, double A. What's up? Shout out to everybody. Welcome back. What's good? What's What's happening? You know, it's always the the same thing. It's always us, never them, you know? (laughs) We winning. There we go. Y'all about to go into sound, the art of sound, son. Of course. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how y'all feel that skin on back. Yeah, you already. So, um, yeah, you, you, you is a legend. I listened to your show the other day, young man. You heard? You bodied that. <laughs> ah, that man. Was, uh, Thank you, brother. Broken glass everywhere. Said, oh, oh, glass shit. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So listen to his message, yeah. <laughs> Coming to the hexes, yes, you are going in. And you went in in a whole different twist, you know. I like the way you um you got specific. I know the DVD is going to be bananas. And um, shit, all this filmmaking going on, this shit can slow, slow down the, uh, the, the Write Your Own Bible. We got Write Your Own Bible and all kind of programs getting it. Crispy, right, ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Karas and the brother Abid and uh, brother Siddiqui and brother Okira and the brother Abid in particular. Brother Abid gave me the finest footage. So, and shout out to Sister Kristen Littles who was on there. You know, we had Sister, you know, the sister on there with that female energy giving it up on the astrology, the real religion. So, hey, shout out to the sister. Hell oh, yeah, and uh, happy, happy belated birthday to your, uh, to your old earth. Oh no question. Omi. No question. No question. Omi had she had a ball. Ashraf made it right for you know, she happy. Yeah, bro. Okay. So the the no question. Yo, so the um the Django thing, man, it was um this is some shit I was waiting for all my life. You heard? <laughs> all my movie going years I was waiting to see what I seen. And it's so interesting. That um that you know black people are upset. I mean, that, <laughs> like psych- psychologically, it's the the um, 
I, I, you know what, I'm going to say this, because some of my colleagues, you know, didn't like it, and I don't want to be, you know, uh, incendiary. I just say it like this. Maybe they're not into film from an artistic perspective, you know, and I think we look into a film to offer us cultural identity, and I think you're in the wrong venue if that's what you want. You should go to a museum. Or you should go to some other venue if that's what you want to seek out of a $12.50 ticket to watch moving pictures for two and a half hours. And, and the, 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 and another interesting thing is I'm, I'm hearing people say that they didn't like it because of the cinematography. And it's interesting that the, the film is being uh, entered into the Oscars specifically for the cinematography. So what I'm saying is like, you know, it's it's like you can't satisfy our people on no level. And I I, I don't think their neural pathways connected in our collective consciousness that gives us the authority after 400 years of slavery, I don't think we have the neural pathways even in our mind to occupy this liberation that we say that we want. And every time we see it, we hate on it. We find a reason to hate on it. And it's interesting that I have seen throughout my, my, you know, taking the post of the community all throughout the country, you have every now and then cultural centers who will, either tell people to come for free or even charge them to come see the worst film ever film, which is Goodbye, Uncle Tom. Now, Man. Goodbye, Uncle Tom didn't even last on 42nd Street when they released it years ago. It, it, it caused riot. You heard? It was That's right. uh, about four days, four or five yeah. days. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, and it was very... Um, it was very homoerotic, uh, Goodbye, Uncle Tom. But I've never heard anybody of note worth stand up and say that Goodbye, Uncle Tom is a fucking travesty. You heard? Even Sankofa, right. and I know a lot of Negroes are going to be mad that I say that <laughs> Sankofa was doodle too. Sankofa was garbage. You know, uh, you had all Muta Baruka did was just stay in the bushes and eat the food the sister brought to him, you heard? Here it is, Django, put work in and kill people, you heard? So I I don't think we have the neural pathways to actually see that on an emotional level where it can translate to your DNA that you have the right, you have the audacity to depict the worst part of your experience but still be the victor in the whole uh, occurrence. And the dialogue, the highest dialogue of the land is the dialogue of metaphysics. So whoever has the metaphysical language has the keys to unlock religion. They no longer argue about religion. And the highest level of the metaphysical truth is, I think, is fully encapsulated into the African psychology where they believe and know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and this is why Africa is far more powerful than us on the spirit plane. Many of you think because you could drink Pepsi-Cola and go to work every day that you're powerful. 
and because our brothers and sisters are, you know, according to the media, killing themselves or being um, raped for their minerals, that they don't have high-end spirituality. That's totally not the case. Their level of confidence, when you put Africans inside of the American infrastructure who have been educated not just in their spirituality but also in Western systems of the uh, 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 cargo sciences, they excel way beyond us because they have infrastructurally built into their psychology heroes, heroes that win, heroes that do stupid things in the story and realize in their uh, in, in, in what they do that they learn something great. And then the most important aspect of African spirituality and cosmology is that there is an integrated whole. All things are related. Nothing can be separated in the universe so finely structured as this. Eurocentric um, uh, that the people who have been denuded of that African experience, we have not formulated any metaphysical truths. We are still arguing over um, the spiritual merit of of Caucasians and um, which religion is better, which religion is black, which religion is mine, which religion is yours, which religion is this, which religion, which. Who's, which Moors is fake? Which Moors is real? Which is the, um, then the new thing is everybody is now a conspiratorialist. <clears throat> All they got to do is do a little bit of sloppy work. That work in Connecticut was sloppy work. That Sandy Hook was sloppy work, and it was sloppy because they meant to make it so people can figure out that there's a roost going on. Now, we who are reading in the metaphysical truths and reading beyond the filters that they place on people's psychology, we see there's only one or two things that that is going to occur. They're going to create the circumstance for a attempt or an actual political assassination, or they're going to create a vacuum for people to occupy while something transdimensional and on a whole another level is going to occur. So Alex Jones and all of them are working for the people. Anybody that harps on all of their fake little programs is working on them. And another ideology of the all-inclusive psychology of confidence and a full use of your psychology is that earth changes and various cycle changes are not the hands-on uh, Illuminati putting their hands on the globe. Our ancestors are far too wise, and they know that that we still unequivocally control the world and all of its outcomes. Everything, we control it because the African mind has the meanings to all of the world symbols. Now, if you don't indulge yourself in metaphysics, you will never get beyond the ceiling of religious argument, get beyond the ceiling of this racial barrier, because let me tell you something, whatever you want to say about race, the ancestors were present in the direction, the success, the accomplishment of that Django film. And from my, you set off a chain of uh, research for me, uh, young man, and I'm going to tell you something. I found a very important yes. interview with the Meet the Press, and they filmed that film on sacred ground, brother. 
They filmed that film in Louisiana. They were telling you in the film it was Greenville, but they filmed it in Louisiana. And Don Johnson, in the company of Tarantino, the entire cast told them and relayed a story how his dresser was, listen to this, bro, this shit is crazy, how the people who was dressing him for each of his roles, family, is buried on the fucking plantation where the movie was shot. Wow, wow, wow. Then they they have a pastor who was one of the slaves who had to stop and give visual to the people and tell them, y'all have to get this shit right because y'all acting like you emotional and you sad when the ancestors who really picked the fucking cotton was sitting there picking cotton praying that you niggas would one day get paid for that shit. You heard? And now they fulfilled their dreams. We are dream fulfillers. And anybody that's remotely, remotely deep and beyond these barriers who read my shit and read the the, the good authors who are in the community who speak beyond the religious bullshit and get to the crux of the spiritual conceptualization, they know about the husk. I got this from Reverend Valentine. He spoke very... Uh, eloquently about the Caucasoid as being a husk to accommodate the 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 thought process of the of the most dominant spiritual uh, 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 entity. So now possession is a very powerful thing. You all say the word possess. You always say Rihanna. You say Rihanna possessed. Jay Z possessed. So why the fuck couldn't Tarantino be possessed? By an ancestor to make him uh, tell this story Ooh, at the brink of time. You, to hear. you know what I'm saying? So the metaphysical truth, the metaphysical truth is, is far more, it's far more interesting. Yeah, it's it's more interesting to me at this point. Who got, who got that background noise going on? I don't know. You be muting me. Mute they ass. That might, be, uh, that might, might, that be, might be me. This is Black Dot. That might be me. My bad. Oh, the God. Hey, 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 peace, peace. Up, peace, God. What's happening? Peace. Peace to the family. What's, What's good? What's pleasure, oh, pleasure. Yeah. Always a pleasure to tune in. You know, my events are kind of overlapping, but, uh, you know, I'm in the building I'm waiting for this <laughs> fabulous Nairobi <laughs> Selah album to pop off. Getting exclusive oh. listen, you know what I'm saying? Me and me and Red Pill, but uh, you okay. know I, I've been listening in, and and uh, you know you brothers are right on point with this information, so uh, I, I'm just enjoying, you know. Shout out to Not Ruby. Shout yes. Oh. Yes. Nice. Yes. She has an old soul. For real. And she comes yeah, from that yeah. era of hip hop. That's that true. That vibrant era, that that land of Atlantis, when it comes to hip hop, uh, you know. So I know she has a, a, a book of information to let out, and I know this album she's been highly waiting for. It's called The Architect, and uh, I'm I'm honored to even I'm I'm on the album, but I'm honored to you know get a sneak listen. You know we're gonna prepare some things, so when it's ready, she, I know she's gonna pop it off. Hell yeah, doubt. No doubt. She bringing back that sound, which brings us to tonight's topic. Yes. Hell the, yeah. The alchemy of sound. Um, so I just been wanna, noticing. You want to set it off? Well, well I, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be in and out a little bit, but I just want to say what I've been noticing is um, uh, your, 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 your language that you speak 
your tonations really determine a part of your reality. And what I mean by that is I started doing research on all the artists from different eras and clustering their thoughts, sounds, and words together and then uh, beginning to understand what those words created in terms of our reality. So I went to the, the first set of rappers or uh, MCs. I moved up to the 90s. I moved on, and I've been understanding that um, – the sound itself, and I'm pretty sure Rashi can really go into it because he deals with the Kabbalistics and, and, and things of that nature, but the nature of what we're saying, the very nature of what we're saying is creating this clutterness, and we can't even move forward with that. So I'm going to break down systematically when I get out to L.A. Uh, next Sunday on how just the very language we speak, and I know English for all my superconscious people out there, it's not a real language, and I get all that, but it is the language that we use right now. So it is relevant, and we can bend the saying. language, and we can manipulate yeah. the language, and we can infuse spirituality within the I mean, language. You know what I mean? So, watch how I tell them, ain't no such thing as English. Or we speak in the Medu. These niggas yes. don't study yeah. enough. These my niggas don't like study this. enough. And they, and they study like Europeans which always tried to place separations within the context of the fullness. And they always use words like holistic. Nigga, holistic means everything. You heard? So, mm -hmm. you know, we, yeah, I, yeah, Doc, thank you for that. Thank you know what I'm saying? That. So, because we, I know that we live in, in, I live through the MCs that you're talking about, and I remember the shift. It, I felt it on the DNA level. I'm talking yes. about, and the red pill will tell you, we changed, and we, we got on some other shit in 88 and 89. Yes. When, when homie said it's 88, time to set it straight. It ain't going to have stepping. Word up. I'm ready. He t that changed my whole life, bro. You heard? Indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> so now we're at a stage now where we, we, we're dealing with two chains, and we're dealing with Trinidad James <clears throat> in the sense of the degradation of, uh, of the word to a certain degree, and when these waters get muddy and these waters, these spiritual conscious flows, that's why we call it flow. When it does not flow anymore, it becomes stagnant, and now we're all reaching into a cesspool of garbage, and mm. we can't move forward and raise ourselves up step by step. So we're going to have to slowly but surely get back to... That's real poetic, man. That's to do that part. You know, we're going to have to slowly but surely get back to, you know, taking taking the word a little bit more serious. Everything we say, everything we put out, you know, in terms of music, everything, because we're the ones, if we're not going to do it, it's, it's really not going to be done. So I started paying attention to people just speaking, just listening to them speak and the intent of their words, and then looking at the condition they was in based on the words they were speaking, they were correlating People who always said something negative, always had some uh, uh, anger, it was manifested in their lives on a daily basis. And we know the power of sound and intent, but it just, it just is becoming clearer and clearer in this particular day uh, that we, we all have to just kind of begin to put back that science into the words themselves, and then we can begin to rebuild this next paradigm of hip-hop because it's not us, then who? You know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, what I did was I stopped I stopped watching Media Takeout. I stopped watching World Star and all that for like 
45 days just to kind of clear my mind a little bit because even the words that I was reading, they were all of the same cycle. They were all of the same cesspool of words and images and this and that. And I felt it started having a, a, a bearing on my physical. You know what I mean? So we all got to kind of cleanse ourselves and get back to, uh, you know what I'm saying, adding some true intent into these words. You can kick all the bars you want, but if the intent is not where it needs to be, then your bars are not going to, uh, you know, move the people like they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, our ability to hear a uh, sound is greater. And this whole digital age, I'm, I'm skipping around, but I'm going to talk about the digital age and how our ability to hear so many different octaves has been limited by the CD and by the digital uh, era of music, and that's all done purposely to help make us sick as a people and as a collective. So, uh, mm. Rashid, I know you'll get into it, but that's where I'm volleying with this. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Well, it, it it definitely segues directly into um, – the work that I've been uncovering in, in recent times in regards to my studies about uh, about writing your own Bible, I really took a, a bite off of something. I thought that it was going to be an easy task, and this is one of the most challenging because I, I didn't get an opportunity to finish my presentation. I did not want to put out something of this magnitude saying that I'm purporting that I could pull this off, and then I got cut off at the end of my presentation. Far too many times people see our DVDs, and they always get mad because they're like, oh, man, it kicked y'all out the building. You know what I'm saying? It was time to go. But I'm going to tell you something. Um, the the whole MC is the, 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 the it, it's a spiritual concept that transcends, that has always been here before rap, before music, in the manner in which we know it, man has always had an inner meaning to convey meaning. The meaning conveyor is the MC. To convey meaning is to transcendentally take your thoughts and make the acoustic of your thoughts transfer through the eloquence of the disturbed medium of sound and make them imbue on the listener an, a cathartic experience or feeling. And they have called this, the, what I just fully said, they call it art, you know? Yes. They call it yes. art. And um, I listen to everything. I am a lover of culture. I love culture on so many levels. And I use that in my decision-making as far as my creative you know, push and drive. And I'm going to tell you something. I listen to everything from uh, Placido Domingo to Gigi Allen. And I'm going to tell you something. They have some sounds that are very, very harsh on the ear. However, there are tremendous revenue streams and huge cultures behind all types of various genres of music. And I find that uh, religion and music parallel on so many levels because it is through sound that they seek to, to try to enamor within individuals a system of belief, you know? And it's a very brilliant tool, religion. It's a, it's a very significant one in the unfoldment of consciousness. I think the word religion doesn't do what 
religion intends to do a good justice. They should actually call religion psychology. You know, mm, and mm. are you a Islamic psychologist? Are you under the? Are you a citizen of the Islamic psychology, the Judaic psychology, or the Christian psychology, Hindu, whatever of the religions? Because any wordplay has an effect on the medium in which it disturbs through the form of vibration. You cannot make a sound unless you take something that has already existed and make them smash into each other. You have to create vibrations. So now the very crux of religion and books like the Bible and the Quran, and the reason why the Muslim says that the Quran is the crown of all the books and no other book can be created like it, it means that it is going from a third-generation desire to mingle words, myths, and conceptualizations into actual sounds in the form of stories where there's a multi-layer harmony. The Torah can be read in accordance to, in many parts, are constructed specifically for the intonation of specific sounds. So many of us are under the impression that the Medu is not being spoken. The Medu is the very cornerstone of our thought, uh, excuse me, of our language construct. Whenever you say the word camera, you're saying black eye. You're saying camera. And when you go look and pick up a camera, you look at the camera, you look and you see a black eye. You heard? The word camera is chem, burnt, black, and the word ra indicates the uh, the spiritual knowledge that the god Ra or Ray is responsible for light in that instance. So camera or the black hole, the black dot, it works off of light and it captures images and it translates them in the form where you look at them and you now see it and you feel the cathartic experience. You recreated reality. So this was the alchemy of sound. It is approaching it from an initiated mind, an initiated standpoint where you have transcended the need to find a cultural identity in all of these stories. Culture is what you eat, you know, how you uh, how you use your genitals, your, uh, what time you go to sleep. You know, that's your culture. You know, who you marry, you know, what you teach your kids. But what is the reality that, that creates this experience? Experience called time and space. Well, let's speak in another language when we address that. Let's speak in the language what culture has afforded us. It has afforded us the high priests of culture have afforded us the opportunity to indulge ourselves into the ephemera which has been left behind from our ancestors. The Bible stories are nothing but newspaper articles that they would just jot down and shoot back and forth to one one another to sound wise. Then after uh, tumultuous periods in history, uh, man being overcome by a more, far more ignorant man and a, a far more aggressive man, uh, people tend to start losing uh, things. They, the mind is no longer localized into relaying uh, tra- traditions. So traditions get lost in the sauce and they end up in books like the Bible. So uh, traditions also end up in song and in verse. 
also uh, highlighting much of the work that uh, the red pill and blue pill, in particular the red pill, has been doing in regards to how he synergizes hip-hop with the Morris paradigm. He, uh, on several occasions, has brought back into our awareness the troubadours and their contribution to Western civilization. And the Moorish occupation of Spain introduced the entire world to high-end sound and to music. The instruments played in Africa were brought over in the science and the uh, the art, the science, and all of the other uh, great offerings that Morris, the, the, the Morris occupation had to offer in enlightened Europe. It brought all of those things. The oldest violin is the... Uh, is the Andalusian violin? It's the it's the it's the one that was made in Spain. The the mm. the, the uh, writing music is an African preoccupation. Um, the use of the number five and its apocalyptic golden ratio of uh, of six 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 with an unending number of of uh, other variant numbers that you can you can find all this information in the. Uh, a book on uh, sacred geometry called The Power of Limits. You can find all this information in The Power of Limits where it speaks about how the pentad or the five-pointed star has been the point of reference where many of our ancestors have used to utilize the sinking, like when you sink your phone into your computer. How do you Mm -hmm. sink the spirit realm into your computer of mind? How do you make the physical world do as you wish? And now this is a conversation for my metaphysical thinkers, people who are into power, who have power, who have never been denuded of power. We know that power is in the hands of those who utilize the ancestor symbols. Now, niggas is all mad because the white boy is using all your symbols. He put your eye on the dollar. He put your eagle. He put horns on the devil. He put a tail on the devil. He made himself the devil. He took all your stuff, runs the world, and you are now an ecclesiastic Negro standing there calling him all of the names that he created for you to call him. You can't even call him a name outside of the names that he told you to call him. (laughs) That shit is interesting. So it's very interesting as well how we will not take power, and they show us how to delegate affairs. They show us how to, how they say, you know what? We we gonna get some ball with it. We gonna let y'all see what we took from you, and you watch us do with the world what y'all could do right now if you would, but only reclaim your symbols. You see? So I I already know that what we're talking about is for the minority of the minority, and it is the minority of the minority who run the majority. You know. So the dialogue that we have in are for the people who are not the sweaters, the people who are betting, the people who have bought the books, who are going to indulge themselves in the Unchained, who are coming to the Karash next week, Sunday, who are coming to hear what Brother Black Dot has to offer, to come and see and, and meet and greet and be with the, the great brothers in the community here. Uh, Okira Damani, shout out to him. Shout out to Brother Siddiqui Bakari and his family who uh, who are on, in my opinion, on the forefront. Uh, these brothers are doing out here 
what it is we intended and intended to do on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Yes, yes, you know? indeed. So shout out to Brother Siddiqui, and he also, uh, I understand, facilitated so uh, uh, having Brother Black Dot come out. So shout out to him. The whole Los Angeles needs to give kudos and appreciation to Brother Siddiqui Bukhari, and he also has been extremely helpful to me, you know, in many respects, you know. And um, back to our topic about the alchemy of sound, I would be remiss if I would not tell people that uh, in my duty, if I don't tell you that this Brother Black Dot's book, Hip Hop Decoded, is the very book that I can say acted as a catalyst to project my hologram into the physical world to be a reality because I was holographically imaging myself into the future based off of his confirmations that I was getting, uh, Blue Pill's confirmations that I was getting from the Four Corners newspaper. Now, you you all who know me intimately know that when we was away, when I was in the, in the can, you know, surrounded by the wolves, you know, we was enlightening people. We, Dot, I met you, Dot, where I met you, Dot, the first time I met you. You 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 came through the through, through through the wall. You heard? Sure enough, sure enough. I came you right came up to me and Doctor Phil Valentine. That's right. <laughs> they came in there and we was in the company and that was the biggest crowd you one of the biggest crowds you ever sat in front of. Am I correct, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that and that was from the work we was doing in prison to galvanize a consciousness and change the paradigm. And since then they have closed that prison down, Doc. The reason being is because that prison was producing the least amount of recidivism, you heard, because of the organization that we had there called the African Cultural Enterprise. Everybody that was in that organization is successful right now. I'm talking about successful. I'm talking about owners of chain stores, the largest subway, the largest grossing subway a uh, fast food restaurant in America owned by one of the brothers who was prisoners there who galvanized his business since there. You know, you understand? Um, we were there and walked myself, brother uh, uh, Nico Gans, my, my, my homie OG. We told Charlie Wingate that he could go home and get on the radio and be a star. He came home as Max B and wrote the the most highest selling single of the year that he came home, which is We Fly High, No Lie, You Know This Balling. That whole shit, that wave, we was there to create that. And these brothers all, it was a prerequisite in our organization that we read. And that book, Hip Hop Decoded, went through so many people's hands, Dot, and changed yep. so many people's lives. You heard? And this is what we was waiting for we was waiting for an affirmation from on high and from somebody as yourself brother from the bronx from mount eden you from that's a mystical metaphysical shit you was from the mount eden which is the very one of the cornerstones of where this whole hip hop thing even formulated you know up in the bronx mm-hmm. where the people is fresh that's the first time i ever heard the word fresh was on grand concourse 
The first time I ever heard three Buffalo gals go around the outside, around the outside was in the Bronx. You understand? So I, I got I got a I got a different kind of love and appreciation for hip hop than um than I see the the young people nowadays, and that's why I I like their I like their music. I I just understand that their vibration has been tuned down because they tune vibratory forces to currency forces. So the new form of currency that they're that that, that the force to, behind the currency that they're producing, they have to the, uh, uh, slow down the method in which certain word forms enter into the psyche. So mm-hmm. the the more uh, the more adept MCs um, who understand that the demographic that they want to reach is, I don't want to reach vegetarians in my raps. I don't want to talk to nobody that think they righteous and and they never did nothing wrong and they, you know, and and all. I don't want to. I don't even want to hear your music. It's not even interesting to me. <laughs> I want to hear people who are talking about real shit. I want to smell pissy hallways. I want to hey, see. Your, I want to see some Sriracha hey, shit. Go ahead. So you trying to say my Save the World mixtape is not coming out this year? <laughs> you Save the World mixtape. <laughs> save the world, nigga. Save the world. They make a soap out of them. <laughs> you trying to stop saying? my Save the World knuckle? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Okay, make a soap out the wells. Yeah, exactly. So you know the kids. Uh, I want to. I want to tap into the vibe that would make Lil Reese and them, and have Chief Keith and them have Chicago on fire. And people, people who just, you know, just, you know, just ain't really never been nowhere. Stop acting like Chicago ain't never been on fire. Chicago been on fire since Al Capone and them niggas was there. You heard? People get yes, sent up. People get sent up wherever there's a lot of cars and there's a lot of commerce. Chicago and what you call I don't know about Philly, but I know Chicago and what you call it in New York and in Los D. Angeles. People get D.C. People get sent up because it's a lot of money there. You heard? Stakes is high. And don't think for one second that there would ever was a period in global history where people did not die. That niggas didn't go upside each other's head. You heard? They just don't have now what they had back in the day. They don't have uh, a, 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 a systems of initiation to galvanize the warlike energy or anything thereafter to fight for. So if the kids are not deployed in the, the military, then that, the, that spirit that that all other cultures uh, um, they get into the psychology of young men in Russia, S- Serbia, and the Middle East. They make all the niggas go to the military. You heard like mandatory. So mm-hmm. uh, they be grown men that are military trained. And now here it is, we with grown men. You got forty and fifty year old niggas listening to. They snap rapping. They trying to dress like the little babies. They ain't even doing it right. You know, they looking crazy. They ain't taking care of their babies. You know, the shit is just crazy. And it ain't nothing but nobody is speaking <laughs> the right words into the tonality that translates into bread. You understand? So that 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 two chains, two chains is clever. You heard? 
I'm not yeah. going to hate on a black man that's getting money, man. That's not coming out of my mouth. You heard? Two chains is clever. I just, I, I have never bought a two chains album. You heard? So my my critique of him as an artist is only from me just seeing him on uh, on YouTube and on and uh, in, in, in videos and Trinidad James. People was hating on the young brother, and here it is. This is the dude. This this is the, this is the, this is the interesting thing about getting on. Like you don't know where these people was at before they got on, and you never think about the people that will benefit from them being on. So when I look at like going back to Django, and I look at Tarantino influence on the RZA and how he opened the door to allow RZA to do entire scores on albums and then other big films. One of the movie, brother. Then he directed you know, a movie. And then directed his own movie to do the stuff that they always wanted to do. And then I'm like, like, how how could you hate on that? The RZA was smoking crack lace blunts with his mm-hmm. cousin, old dirty bastard, in the fucking hallway, niggas, in the slums of Staten Island. You heard? Yeah. It's... So look at the look at the natural progression. Like, how can you hate on that? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not hating on none of these artists, you know. I, I, um, it's not none of their stuff is worth hating with so much beautiful music outside the genre of hip hop. And people think that hip hop, you know, a lot of people saying that it, yes, it is the most dominant culture, but it is not the. Um, go look at the top, top, uh, t- the the charts right now, and you look and see if there are any in the top one, two, or three actual hip-hop acts that you may like. They're not there. So when I listen, because I want to make money via my intellectual property to what is being presented, the tonality is saying that it's ratchet. It's between my solar plex and my my, my, my lower chakra. And um, I know that if I put a tone that comes from the top of my head and my heart, you heard that I can resonate, I can sneak the message in into the low vibe, and then I have them like which we doing right now. We got the young, I got the young homies always telling me, "Yo, why it took you so long to start rapping? Yeah, why why you wait all the time?" And I told him because I couldn't rap before because I ain't know nothing of what to say. Yeah, I didn't have enough to say. And I'm wondering where y'all getting all this stuff to say. And the reason why y'all all sound the same, many of the young people, is because y'all haven't lived life long enough. And that's why the, the oracles wow. and the ancients and the initiated ones, they will always wait till you get to be a certain age before you can even utter words or get in front of people to speak to them. You understand? Because they know the power of the messianic core. You know? So when I, I listen to... I listen to that, like, cultural anthropology. That sound, this sound right here is a Harlem sound that comes from young people. You hear that? Right? Now, I've seen them take that, that, um, and DJ Webstar, that whole beat that, right? And then I see Little Mama take it to Hollywood with it. No music. No music. Thank you. She said, it's popping. Uh, 
uh, is popping. Now, if we go to the continent, you go and look at, um, and I'm I'm serious about my edification and my education. I read. I seriously study. I have journals on on music, ethnomusicology, and when you study the most oldest musical people in the world who are the pygmy people, they have distinct methods of musical performance. They have spiritual and entertaining and spiritual and entertaining. You heard? And the men and the women have distinct dances as to how they perform their dance. They have steps that go to each of these types of music and they have um, a, a, a form of singing along and playing along with the music. So music is made specifically, and sound is the very thing that puts everybody in the same place. Sound is the thing that connects us all, and through music can we be united. You know what I'm saying? So the alchemy of of sound, and, and as far as I'm concerned, is integrating or creating an open venue for us to explore the artistic contributions that we all have to offer and find what benefits your agenda. Because many of us are listening to music without an individual agenda. I want to change the mindset of the young men and women that I know are the factors, the ones that are the clappers, the factors, the ones that sell white, the ones that that are a step away from dying. I want them to have a powerful message from our dialogue. The other kids are saved already. You heard? So don't talk about the music that's in the streets. Talk about the veggie raps that you rap about with, with, um, with Talib and them. Talk about the veggie raps. We're talking about the factors, and the factors don't listen to veggie rap. You heard? They listen in the Little Reese. They listen in the Chief Keith. They listen in the Gotti, Yo Gotti, Jeezy, Jada, um, 2 Chain, and uh, what's this kid, Trinidad. Now, Trinidad, James, is the reason why he won to all you conscious niggas who are hating on him is because he paid for a music video. He got on in eight months because he paid for a music video. They did slow motion shots in his music video. They did. They put. They use archetypes. I told you niggas in my raps. I said rape the. See, this shit goes over niggas' head. Dot. I said rape the white world. Wrap it like a fascist. Ropes around the axis. You heard? And I knew mm. what I say. I said rape the white world. Ropes around the axis. Wrap it like a fascist. And anybody that know what a fascist is, is this an axe with? with twigs and a tie around it, and that's the form of power that white folks use, and they use force to impose themselves. You heard? Indeed, so the indeed. Kid, the kid got a video. They screwing silences on hammers, and they got a they got one of the little homies inside of a shopping cart, and they all look ratchet in the parking lot. You heard? Now, the last time I seen the reference of a slow-motion shot, Right, with somebody inside of a shopper cart and a bunch of people pushing them, it was Johnny Knoxville and them doing their stuff for jackass. You heard? Then mm. you see this other <laughs> archetype. You heard? The other archetype is the panda mask. You seen the panda mask be be used by Wayne and Frank Ocean. So 
images become trended. You heard? Then you see the old school cars from down south with the rims on them. You know, people who are not street, who are veggie rappers, they cannot identify with none of those images of 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 Negro deprivation dressed up to look fly. You heard? They don't understand none of that. And then the other thing that made it interesting and why go ahead. I just wanted to say that from a street perspective and an observation, the reason why I know that veggie rap is not winning and it doesn't win is primarily because of the simple fact that none of them have ever come back. Now, if they had ever came back and did something, then we could be like, you know what? Those yeah. the the veggie rappers that I read seven hundred books and now I'm rapping all like if you, if any of y'all ever reached back and did something or made any big major moves, like any boss moves, then the argument could be like, well, that veggie rap is what it is. It's working because they trickled it down into the hood. They're feeding the underground. They're building up things. This building that we own right here, we got that off the veggie rap. You know what I'm saying? Or this new bookstore that they, you know, that they put up in the neighborhood or this new building, you know, none of that exists. So here these dudes came in and talked about wheatgrass and all of that with y'all and, you know, shea butter, but they took the bread and ran with it. They they, they don't contribute. And they, they favorite veggie rappers ain't never in these dialogues or in these chambers with speaking with the real Gs, the people that's Never really making moves. You heard? The people that's yeah. really on the front line putting they, putting they, they all into teaching these people. None of them niggas, them niggas is playing that fake black bohemian shit in the cut, working out and doing sit-ups and all that old dumbass shit, nigga. I don't want to hear that shit about vegetables and um, push-ups and sit-ups and yoga Nigga, that shit don't affect none of the factors. You heard? There's more black people incarcerated in, in the United States than it was black people in slavery, my nigga. You heard? You you understand? You understand? It's yeah. more broken homes. There's more stories to be told behind, but besides the self-righteousness. You know what I'm saying? So I'm never kowtowing to veggie raps. I don't want to hear about how deep you is and how many star systems you've been to unless you flipping it and bouncing it. If niggas is talking about taking, listen, my nigga, if, if, if niggas is talking about taking Molly and drugs on Molly, I want to hear a nigga flip Molly and take it back to Africa with Molly mean to us. You heard? Nigga, you mm-hmm. so you so high off the Molly doggone. I want you to say, dog, you know, I want you to get illmatic with the rest, but this is not what they doing because two things. Two righteous. Two one th- that's one of them. And then the other thing is we we don't have um our big homies. You heard? That don't have that's not here no more. We don't have people whose job it is to give uh, advice and guidance to a younger cadre. You heard? We don't that have ghost, that. That, go, that ghost face advice. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We don't got Uncle Knuckles. You know uncle, what I'm saying? We don't got, we don't uncle, got uncle Knuckles. Uncle Knuckles. For yeah. real. Like homies. I'm, I'm, homies. <laughs> right. Right, like, like we, I mean, we got them. We got them. We know the uh, the Bogards. And shout out to Brooklyn, a a huge, a huge Brooklyn personage just made the board too. 
uh, shout out to Rick Martin, a legend from East New York. You heard that created that whole Brooklyn gangster shit. You're finally coming home like 28 years. And this is where you finally see in your life that it's not about size that matters because Rick Martin is like five feet tall and run the whole penitentiary just with his mind. You heard? Mm-hmm. This, is, this, 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 this with integrity. You know what I'm saying? And then and then a 20-year, a, 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 a you know, a, 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 what you call it, a, 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 a tenor of disintegrity. You feel me? So this is the type of stories that the young people want to hear. They want to hear a story in the, in the alchemy of sound that's going to transfer and transmit and change their DNA into, into, so they can be hyper beings. You heard a being like 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 the the young people that I really am paying attention to is the underachievers. You heard they are they Not have something to offer. They about to they have Kendrick Lamar. I didn't hear super serious like legend. You heard even and even serious the legend. even though the young homie put a dress on and I don't know I got to talk to him whenever I, whenever we do meet. Who is that? Have Rocky. ASAP Rocky, you know, that album he, is crazy. I'm sorry. That he put an album out that we heard last night that um sonically and lyric lyric wise, he's on the top of the young boys in this whole New York East Coast thing. Real talk. Like he, he got that. Sonically, um, just speaking for the angst of the youth, you know, speaking you know what I'm saying? Just 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 the versatility with with, with, with his flows, like but but it goes back to how did he win? It's a lot of kids nice like ASAP. He went aggressive with the imagery and with the visuals. This KP, nah, the art degree. Visual. Please go yeah. in with your DVD. Make your series of DVDs that deal with every significant movie, an upgrade from each level. All of us have to get a uh, a, a media ready look, you know, for the sound to actually. They have integrated this new thing call music video and people think that the music can go by itself and it can't. Yeah. It's not. The, the, market's going, the market requires a visual. Exactly. You know now, there's no hot songs, family. No legendary songs that doesn't have a video counterpart to it. No artist has blown up on it. No internet artist has blown up in the last three or four years without a visual aspect of it. There is no, we just heard the song and we love it and you're going to pop and there's no, they got to be able to see you. Now, AA, what video did I send to your inbox three months ago and said, yo, I saw this on a late night. This is it right here. This nigga finna blow. Go Lola my watch. Go Lola my watch. Don't believe it in watch. Don't believe it in watch. When I saw the video. I lie to you, son. When I see the little like thumbnail of Sun, I was like, I'm not watching this shit. Twitter lost his mind. I said that too. Daddy and nigga, I said some Twitter daddy and niggas going crazy down there. Twitter daddy <laughs> with all these chains and shit on. I said these niggas is crazy, boy. So <laughs> I went and put it. I said this niggas from Atlanta. But he turned to daddy, and I said, oh, you a winner, because it's mad. Shout out to all my West Indian brothers and sisters listening, because yeah. West Indians is definitely, you know we go to church every Sunday, nigga, in Brooklyn, yeah. Caribbean, Bumacloud City, oh. then. Yo, yeah. West Indians yeah, are the Mexicans of the Caribbean. Yes. Yo, Black Dot, <laughs> no. Black Dot, I don't have Black Dot in Caribbean City, nigga. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sissy is a legend. I mean, that that is my upbringing. My backbone is the Caribbean. My backbone is the influence that, you know, the dance hall and, you know what I'm saying, the Rude Boys and all of them from the 90s and Flatbush and all of that, you know, in in the early 90s. That's all I was surrounded with, Haitians, Jamaicans, Trinidadians, Panamanians. But when I saw the video, and, and like I said, I love them because they can assimilate. They are chameleons. They are versatile. When they assimilate your culture, they will take that yeah. shit and run with it. Okay? And take it and, to a whole other level. Yes, and I and I, I love the way over the past decades they've been able to become cornerstones in all different cultures and all societies. You you find them with a um with a with a with a neighborhood in Cali. You go to Atlanta, they got their own neighborhoods. You go everywhere else, they set up pockets. They still remain. The culture's still there. They bring the music with them. They assimilate into whatever. Like in Atlanta, you got your West Indian down south niggas. You know what I mean? Like they've assimilated. They know how to play the part. They love ratchet music because they can understand and, it better and than they, and they can understand. And, 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 it, and culturally, an anthropology, for the cultural anthropology, which keeps and maintains West Indian culture intact, is that the men maintain a space and a period to build they, they, where they sit and they talk and they have yes. sessions. Yeah, and they are very similar time. to the South in those yes. aspects. I had um, I had an elder from the islands tell me why he loved the South so much because of the fact that he found um, kinship in the ways of life of people that live down South as opposed to what he found in New York in the big cities. You dig what I'm saying? So they right. found similarities in their brothers and sisters, their kinfolk that was in the South, and they were able to assimilate and relate better because what? They all, you know, they like to sit back and watch sports. Shit, so do we. They like to sit back and drink and talk shit. So do we. They like to take care of their women and things like that. So do we. They like to work hard and put it in and put in that work and play hard. So do we. You feel me? Them boy, I don't like boxing my neck, but right, so do we. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it, it, it's a lot of similarities. But when I saw the video for the brother Trinidad James, outside of what he was saying, because it doesn't matter anymore, family. But he prefaced, kinda, it from the, he prefaced it from the first line. He said, this ain't for no fuck, niggas. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, yeah, yeah, it's not for yeah, that. This ain't for y'all. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go write yeah. a rhyme or something. Go figure out, you know, how to rhyme yeah. spectacular with Dracula. I don't know. But <laughs> the power in his approach, the reason why he popped is he understood the power of imagery. And that's why I said, and, and it's not even on the Red Pill rant. I was just sharing. I shared it with the family. <laughs> oh, it's true that. It's not because I'm, I'm, I'm trying you. to sh- I be trying to say shut the guard down. Nah, nah, they try to shut it down. But <laughs> they, we need videographers, okay? Red Pill, AA Rashid, and the other few brothers that are out there that do videos can't be the only ones that carry videos from the conscious community. Like it's impossible. Like there, there, there has to be some students. The same person that shot this dude Trinidad James video could do a conscious video. You dig what I'm saying? Like, he bodied that shit visually. He destroyed it. 
the way that they shot the, the camera angles, the quality of the camera, the way that he had the um, the whole dichotomy of I'm a hipster nigga with all of these hood niggas pushing themselves and shopping carts behind me. The little babies had gold on them. Like it visually was something that he he studied the game. He knew it Look, worked. I investigated him. Right when I seen that video, I said I got to do my homework. So I, I watched everything that they had available on him. He mm-hmm. got that video shot for next to nothing by some filmmakers right outside of Atlanta mm-hmm. and some Europeans put that together for him, you know, probably on what it cost for a good night in the club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's no excuses, but you got to be open, right? got to have an open mind. You got to be able to reach outside of the box and tap into the resources that are around you. Atlanta's a very eclectic city. It's a very small town if you got a closed mind, though. But if if, yeah. if your eyes are open and your mind is open, there's people, that shit is full of artists. It's like L.A. Like, L.A., I can't even emphasize the artistic element that exemplifies L.A. as a city. Like, it's just art. You feel me? It's just art personified. So I'm sure just like L.A., it's many filmmakers, it's many directors, you know, the person... If you needed the gas station, could be one. Yeah, you gotta I mean, it's flooded in the A. Perceive these things from the universe. As long as your mind is open and the thoughts, like I said, we're going to go through the whole thought process again, family, and I want to explain to you thoughts travel the speed of light squared, okay? So understand that, um, you know, your your, your thoughts, beyond light speed, you know what I mean, traveling to the edge of the universe instantaneously. So you just got to really program the universe for what you want, you know what I'm saying? You really have to be, you just have to, you, you got to be, you got to be sure in your own head, this is what you want, this is how you want to go about achieving it, and the doors are going to open, you know what I mean? So getting back to this whole aspect of, of the alchemy of sound, you know, Sound is just like everything else. It's like it's like a biscuit. It's like a you know, it's like a pistol, a tool. You feel me? It's like mm-hmm. fire. It could be used to warm the room up or burn the house down. So it's unbiased to whoever yields that sword. It's gonna obey either way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. if people want to see things changing, not only in their music but in society because the sound and the word does terraform the environment, but the environment has something directly to do with the sound as well. That's right. So if you want to see them particular changes take place, you know what it is that you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to master your sound. You got to capture it, and you got to put all of the, the, the feelings and the components behind it in this particular realm, in this culture, to make it work. Okay. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. So a Benz, you can have a Benz all you want, but you got to have wheels for it to move. A video is the same thing to a song. Yeah, Blue, look out for Siddiqui number. What area code is that? It's, uh, it's the, brother, the brother's a poet as well, and this is why his message is resonates so well and why a black dot 
would be relevant to Los Angeles and to the world at large for the simple fact that sound is the very means by which we chose to distinguish ourselves in culture and the world at large. We built everything in accordance to mathematical tone and vibe. Even our religions resonate each with a particular vibratory force that enamors the person who is the follower or or the citizen of that psychology with a degree of power. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I want the right. I want the family to really understand that and the dynamics that sound play in religion. Okay, so if Muslims weren't able to make the prayer, how powerful would Islam be? If preachers weren't able to relay the word, what effect would Christianity have on the world? If Mm -hmm. Hebrew, if the Hebrews weren't able not only to write those fire letters but pronounce them, you know what I'm saying, and encant them the way that they do, what power would their spells have? Now, so, look, look, look at this, though. The strange feature of the story about Hebrews is that the, the word itself, it means those who crossed over. And whoever put that book together and manufactured it used a fictional people based off of a word form created by the uh, the people who were in dominance, they called everybody at, outside of their culture a uh, Ipari. And uh, Siddiqui's number is a 323. I think it's a 323 uh, 253 number. But they, they, they used all of the surrounding spiritual motifs to manufacture and create for everyone a reality that was based off of the stars and stellar configuration and through through a, a, a slate of hand, there has been a preoccupation with trying to create this to a physical people. But the sounds that are used to create what you call Hebrew are the sounds of the Medu, the dialect and the method of constructing them together to create Uh word forms is what creates the distinction and allows us the opportunity to know where, in fact, these people or who these people are, where they're from. Now, when we look at the stories and how the stories are constructed, those stories can come out of the minds of none other than the world's original people. Their story is a story of miracles. It's a story that highlights the the uh, the advancement of the progenitor in the story or the protagonist of the story. Throughout the story, all of the actions that occur in his life are protracted towards him becoming enlightened. Even at the end of the story, if even if his death is a part of it, the symbolic death or the, the dying of uh, prophets such as Samson represents the, the the accomplishment of light. Light dies as it comes into the physical realm and coalesces under the weight of the magnetic field. And this weight becomes a material substance 
which becomes a pure black substance, which now becomes an intelligence, which striates and becomes a physical thing or a geometric construct in the form of an intelligence that is known as man. And that man is called the Cadman. Now, the Easter man, Cadman comes from the word Eastern. So when you hear Adam Cadman is speaking about the original man who was, before he was manifest in the physical realm as matter or dark matter, he was, before that, he was a vibratory force that came in on the winds of solar light. So when you hear, uh, you can hear, the, you can feel and hear the wind when it blows, but many people do not question where is the wind before it got here. What, what was it before it got to me? And if they would only knew that it is all coming from the sun, you hear? All comes from stellar configuration. All things were light before it vibed. And, and now when you vibrate something, you increase heat. So the heat signature, heat accompanies sound. So you can say, you, you ever hear somebody say, damn, those words was cold. So psychologically, people attribute temperatures to sounds. You hear, right. you hear you somebody. In, you, you <laughs> if you might, they'd be like, like, man, oh, he got that heat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. or, or or you say, oh, man, that was cold. Oh, man, he was cold. You hear that. Oh. You, hear, you hear that in the, in the shy. You heard, and you also hear that. And that's why, that's why, God, it's important that we, when you listen to people, you allow yourself to feel them. So those words will resonate, which you know you'll be able to feel that energy. And, and that's why certain MCs, no matter what come out of their mouth, you either rock with them or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Point yeah. blank. Yeah. I can feel it. I can go, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't care yeah. what Big, Big was saying. It could be. Two degrees outside. That flow was heated yes. up. Yes, yes, yes. When you say that, that, that flow was flow, heated. That, that goosebump flow, that shit will warm you up on the coldest of nights. Baby. It'll fill yeah. the volume of your husk up with some heat, some electricity. Yeah, you not you only are warmed up, you in the mind state, right? We looking for a cab to go to whatever parties open in the city. We'll be ready to yeah. take a leg. He said, yep. he said, he said, he said, he's sitting in the crib dreaming about lead jets and coops, the way salt soups, and how to sell records like Snoop. <laughs> Indeed. Yep, yep. Just the whole, you know, and we can all manipulate and make the world at large. Uh, another tremendous emphasis, to go back to Django, they asked, uh, because the, the dude wrote that, you heard? So this is another very interesting Point of reference for 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 biblical constructs, Quranic stories, or ancient motifs. That any ancient story or any story for that matter whatsoever can be translated into film via the script. Now, for everybody that wants to make the prolific black film, I'm gonna tell you something. The only thing that's stopping you is yourself and your company that you keep. Because if you were to hang out with people who are uh, into After Effects and who can who have good cameras and who have a green screen, you can make the exact same movie. Master P didn't let nobody tell him that he couldn't make a movie. 
he made a movie he made just as much money as people in the film industry with a film that he made that was this supreme ratchetness and released it directly through his avenues. And his business model has proven to work uh, time and time again. As Dipset, as as even ASAP, the the young boy now, he influenced by that whole wave. He was a baby when we was running around selling about it, about it, uh, uh, VCR tapes. You remember that? Yes, sir. So all you got to do is create a script. A script is only one page encompasses 60 seconds of a script in a movie. So 120 pages. All the time niggas spend hating on what's already made, you can do this shit yourself, dude. You heard? And create these images and these visuals. The reality thing of it is that are the people that you, who's your demographic, do they have the the thought signatures and or the neural pathways to accept a black man flying in the goddamn sky, um, um, saving people from dying? What, what, what would be your story? You know, because even Superman serves the psychology. Superman is an extension of Nietzsche's writing. It comes from the German idea of the Superman, and this is the same ideology that gave Hitler the onus and the power to produce his uh, Nazi concept and try to almost damn near take over the world. So when you read Thus Spoke Zarathustra or you you read Beyond Good and Evil or any of the books uh, that Nietzsche has written that he called or, or the world at large calls philosophy, these were all methods to give Caucasian males an outlet to advance in the modern era or the, uh, the modern era of Western civilization, the, the manifest destiny to create bombs and create the idea of the greater good. You heard? So you, first, if you want to have a stake in changing uh, history, you need to have a, uh, a, a, a overhaul of your media and how you present yourself to yourself, you know, and if if it takes you, you know, they got this sister that had a show called Awkward Black Girl, right? Now, uh, they had the network and everybody trying to get at her, Pharrell and them threw some money at her. But the networks were really interested in her because she had natural hair and she, out of three or two men that she was picking as to which one she would have her boyfriend, she picked the white man. So, of course, that plays right into the revenue stream that the uh that the market that they want to bring her into caters to they catering to that part of the caucasian male psychology because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that if if you go downtown brooklyn all the way to uh brooklyn heights you go uptown on um 89th street and and uh park avenue you're going to see black women pushing little white babies, you heard, all over the country. Now, that is a through line within the culture of a particular market that they will always reach. This creates, if you read Freud, which I see a lot of people talk this shit. They don't have the books. I read the books. I, we have the complete introduction and lectures on psychoanalysis by Freud, and all of Jung's work, we got uh, Jung, uh, uh, Freud's book on war, sex, 
and, and um, violence, you heard, all of this caters to, <clears throat> all this information is crucial to you understanding markets and understanding what images and the correspondent sounds and the colors and the vibratory forces which can be used to create revenue streams. So we, we are in we are the the world's largest and the best complainers. We can define all of the negative shit that's happening to us and around us. We can uh, we create great um, um, pro, pro, you know prolific speakers who speak about this. But when I'm I'm asking for the the the, uh, the vanguard to arrive that are going to take what is present what is in our hands and create a, a different um a modality. You know what I'm saying? Check, and, check, check, you know, check. For real. Indeed, Django, indeed. If Django served as a catalyst, then let's go and take and flesh out uh, hip-hop decoded and create a superhero that that uses uh, his MC powers to, to, to control the world. Let's start with children's films. If anybody's seen any, um, the, 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 uh, they definitely tapping into the children. Look at the Rise of the Guardians Part Two, and and they got a character in there named Sandy. You heard? And you know that's a trendy word right now. And the reason being is because, and check this out. I just discovered this recently that the word Rockaway is not even a, um, a, an American word. Rockaway is really a Native American term, and it means sandy land. And we know that the Rockaways was just plagued by the uh, Hurricane wow. Sandy. Wow. So cosmically, cosmically, the ancestors be speaking to us. Yeah? And then the, the, the letter C... The letter C, the letter C in language also is the sonic. It can also serve as uh, the the sound S. So in the film, in the film they talk about Candyland. Candyland may very well be Sandyland. You heard? In the Django film, they said with the emphasis on Candyland, it can very well be Sandyland. So all of these sounds and all of these meanings have a very great deal to do. With with the uh with with, with, yeah, with reality yeah. on a vibratory force, and they can be manipulated. Mm. They're here to be manipulated and utilized. You know, so I in symbol literacy, I always tell people that words and sounds emanate from three locations. You have the three mother letters. You have uh, the 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 these double letters, the letters that have double meaning, and then you have simple letters that are equivalent to celestial forces. You heard? Mm. So now the intermingling of of the of those of those energies is what we tap into when we create our sounds. You are you are speaking using celestial force. You're speaking dualism. You speak. The, the realm of this seven double letters So seven equates Directly to uh, uh, Tonality, octaves and, and sound And then the three are The, the, the three elements that are co- Constantly surround you If you if you visit yourself as being The fourth element as matter Or your physical body as matter Then you know that you manipulate Water, you manipulate Air, and you manipulate the uh, 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 the the, the uh, fire, 
every time that you speak, when, when, when you create a vibratory force and you make a sound, you manipulate those, those forces all the time. Every time you, you speak, fire, air, and water are taking your, your, your thought signatures and finding places in the, the, the world, the astral world, to carve your intent into it. You know what I'm saying? So this knowledge, this knowledge that we're speaking about is the ancient knowledge. You know what I mean? For serious. Indeed, indeed. Look, the brother um, Sadiki's on the phone now, so I have Dot in the in the building as well. Should I go and open his line? Yes, open bring up, him in. Yes, open up Brother Siddiqui's line. What? Okay. Brother you Siddiqui, if you're still tell on the line. Him, tell him about their sound, Paulie. Yeah. All right. Yo. Yeah. Is that your phone? I'm in the building. Nah, my, no, no, uh, no static. <clears throat> we should be good on my end. Okay. okay. All right. Brother Siddiqui, if you are in the call queue, please press 1 on the phone and I will open up your line. He was calling from a 323. What's the first three numbers on his arm? I think it's like a 253. 323-253. I saw him in there a second ago, but his hand is not up right now. So uh, when the brother comes back, okay, there he goes. No further ado, call it from the 323-253. Brother Siddiqui, peace. Peace. This is Siddiqui. What's up, brothers? Answer. Peace. Peace. What's going on, man? I just wanted to touch bases. Um, man, we're excited out here in Los Angeles, brother. We're excited to have Black Dot coming in. Um, it's going to be an amazing night. We know this brother is great, and we know we'll definitely uh, be in the midst of greatness on that night, January 27th. Sunday, yes. the Karash Unity Center, the renowned Karash Unity Center well, uh, in Los man. Angeles. Renowned, 7825 Southwestern Avenue, 7825 Southwestern Avenue. And we say renowned because primarily, and this, this is no disrespect to any other venue, however, the Karash Unity Center, if you are a visual lecturer or, or whatever, a speaker, any type of speaker, that is the place that you come to, bar none. If you come to L.A., it's the Karash Unity Center, first and foremost, that um, have to be where you present your work, if that's what it is. So um, we're doing one night and one night only. We're not doing the Chitlin Circuit type thing. It's one night only um, at the renowned spot here in L.A., and that's what the word is. Um, man, we're excited. And just a quick story. When King Simon brought me to uh, Brooklyn, the weather was just horrible, raining the whole weekend. When I walked in the venue, the first person I saw was Black Dot. And yes, that sir. told me something. That told me something about Black Dot beyond all of the knowledge, <clears throat> beyond all of that. That told me something about him. And I told Black Dot, I said, Black Dot, I'm brother, we got to have you in L.A. Period. And at that moment, we we agreed that Black Dot was coming to L.A., and that's what's happening. Okay. So now the time exists. And, um, you know, just if you guys have spoken on how Black Dot is an inspiration, it's the same on this side as well. 
and I, I can speak just lengthy on just the type of inspiration I have from for black from black guy and his work. You know what what he has done. Definitely. Not East Coast West. It's a, your phone is going in and out. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying is you know we got much love for West for uh, Black Dot over here on the West Coast. It's not a West Coast thing. It's not an East Coast thing. It's a vibration and a frequency thing. So yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Absolutely. That's what I'm it is, man. I'm so. in the building myself, so. Oh yeah, as a matter of fact, it's gonna be legends. It's gonna be legends in the building, building, because making sure Not, you know we got gotta, some of the yeah. greatest, the greatest Tajetis or griots and you know um, um, teachers in LA. Definitely will be in the house. Um, you know, just just representing, and I'm, I most definitely want the brothers and the sisters to uh, you know meet this brother. You know, we gotta have. The legend Mathua Tear in the house. You know, I know Rashid to be in the house. Um, Okira, as he mentioned as well, sister in Zuri Pombelli. So, but it's going to be a, a powerful night, man. We're expecting a whole lot of people. Black Dot, they're going to come out for you, brother. Um, a lot of people are familiar with Black Dot here on the West Coast, really. They're familiar with him. So, you know, we're expecting a really, really powerful night. Um, you know, similar to this type of night or, or Quay and. Uh, and, and Mary Rod type of night, so that's and we we excited. So matter of fact, listeners, because y'all got a lot of listeners in the chat. If you are in LA, definitely make sure you come through. If you're not and you know people, you got family in LA. That's right. Send them to the Courage Unity Center, January 27, 6 p.m. That's a Sunday, 7825 Southwestern Avenue. Um, and that, that's it, man. I just wanted to come in real quick. And uh, you know, thank you, God. Appreciate all you know. Appreciate all you, you brother. I really do. Appreciate. Absolutely, you. man. Absolutely, it's <laughs> number love. Keep doing what y'all are doing, pills. You know, Rashid. You know, we out here doing what we doing. Let's just keep it moving. You know, keep the energy high and agreeable, and just keep it moving forward, man. And be example. Indeed, oh, peace, absolutely. man. Love you to oh. death, bro. I'm out, peace, brothers. Peace, peace, Dicky, peace. Indeed. Yeah, this will be a monumental event, my first trip to the West. I'm real excited uh, for the opportunity to just, um, because you, you never know where this stuff goes when you start this journey. You just want to share some thoughts and concepts that might help people and help yourself. Because remember, most of these conversations, with conversations going on in my mind, within your mind, and building with Rashid and and so forth and so on. So to be able to step in front of people who give you their time, I never take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? And I don't prepare like other people prepare because that's not really what I do. I allow my spirit and my soul to come through when I'm speaking to you, and I let the chips fall where they may. Uh, you know, I don't have any hidden agendas. I don't have no movements and, and all that old kind of stuff. I just want to have an opportunity to uh, allow the ancestors to speak through me and uh, use what sounds and tonations I have that creates the geometrical patterns that create this reality that I live in and other people share with me. Because remember, you know, the way we speak creates these geometrical patterns which create realities. And, you know, everybody's reality uh, could intertwine and, and, and so forth and so on, but we all are on our path. And I'm really, really grateful 
uh, for all the love and support. You know what I mean? So I'm really looking forward to the trip. I'll get up with Rashid when I get up out there. You already know. And uh, we're going we gonna to do it. Indeed. Yo, we're going to do a song. We're going we to in the studio, son. I'm going to be ready. As a matter of fact, don't play. Ship me that trap track early. You know, I don't write, so I need the track so I can just kind of be on the plane with the track and a, and a lot of spirit. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I like to get there and spit mine in one take. Blah, it is. You know what I mean? So if you can hit me with a track early, if not, I'm going to be ready for you. I'm going to be ready. I know what it is already. You know what I mean? I know you have had the greenery on, on deck. It is. It's all good. You know? The salad's terrific. Yes. Yes. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah. Join that clip real quick. Um, what I wanted to say to Dot, do you have anything else on deck that you want to share in terms of that you're working on this particular cycle year, 2013? Yes. I'm finally finishing up the books. Uh, you know, uh, this journey, you know, I, my path has been, you know, uh, thwarted from time to time, dealing with health issues, this and that. But I'm finally finishing the Parents and Teachers Guide to Understanding Urban Culture from an out-of-the-box perspective. And I say that because it's important that I'm able to get into the, the school system, sort of like what Rashid is saying. I don't need to write books to jerk off so-called conscious people. That That really defeats the purpose. The people who need the information are those people that are in the trenches, in the school systems, young brothers on the grind. So they need this type of information. Because I know I went to school, my primary reason for going to school was to eat, just to ensure, and I got there early for breakfast, and I had lunch every day because I wasn't uh, guaranteed a meal after that. So I only say that to say the perspectives and the, the reasons that young children come to, into the school system has nothing to do with the European education. Most of the time we got real issues and we use school as an escape. But if you don't know how to harness that and to recognize which children need certain things to get them through, then now you have a school system which, you know, just kids running amok because they know you don't care about them in the first place. So I'm putting together a guide so that teachers and mentors and parents can understand some basic things, the swag of all of these things that these young people are going through that has nothing to do with the linear education that Europeans teach or any of that kind of stuff. And I feel that it's needed so I can come up in the school system and begin to really make some progress because, again, all of this teach the conscious community stuff is like preaching to the choir. That really makes no sense. And that's why I love Rashid because Rashid says he speaks truth whether you like it or not. So his words, you know, even in his lyrics, everything Rashid does is to make you uncomfortable with what you think is, you know, reality. And that's why I love the God because he never pulls his tongue whether you agree what he says or not. So when he speaks about he don't want to make music for veggie rappers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> It makes sense because it becomes counterproductive. If we can't take that heart chakra energy and infuse it with the solar plex chakras, then everything we're doing is counterproductive. So this book is an attempt to really do what Rashid just mentioned, 
by coming into the school system, feeding them what they need, but also putting it in a perspective to let parents know what, uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, rhythm is about when a kid is always drawing. Why can't he draw his homework? You know what I'm saying? When somebody's always beating on the table, maybe allow them to recite their homework or wrap their homework, and you'll be amazed at the results that you'll get because we we learn in so many different ways that we, we, we need to be able to harness that and create platforms to get the most out of it because, let's face it, everybody ain't going to be homeschooled as much as we would like to. That's just not a reality right now. So while we're in the killing fields, we need to have beams of light in there that can help them get through that. And um, that's what the Parents and Teachers Guide is all about. And hopefully by March, no later than April, I'll be having that ready. And the rest is just when people call me, I'm going to uh, Toronto in February. I'm going to uh, Kentucky in in March. And, you know, when people call, I'm there. That's right. You know? Yes, sir. What you got on deck that you might want to share with the family that they could be looking forward to? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Unfortunately, uh, this is one of the reasons why I got off of Facebook. You know, I unfortunately, brother, as, you know, I've come to a point where I just got, I'm tired, you know, and, you know, I got, a student body that I need to just concentrate on, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not just throwing my pearls out no more to see who can see beyond sight. That's a drat, and you know, I'm making my message universal, and I'm finally letting go something that I was holding on for the longest, like for seven, eight years, really like six years, man. I got a three-year course on Kabbalah that's, like, it would render me useless. You wouldn't even need me no more on the Western side of Kabbalah as far as the the mind-bending symbol literacy. And so far I've had, you know, a, a, a school purchase the entire set. You know, I got a, a young man out here that, that's due to purchase the set. It's kind of pricey, but, you know, I'm not even saying the price over the phone. You know, I only say it to people, you know, who is betters, not sweaters. And, you know, I'm just, just a little disenchanted. I just was, I thought I was communicating effectively, and, you know, I thought I was, I, my presence was going to be on the East Coast at an event in uh, Connecticut. But the, uh, unfortunately, you know, People still expect black people, um, and I I am extremely intelligent. I know what I'm talking about on a scholastic level, and I want to get paid that way, and niggas is not ready to pay me for that. White folks want to see a black man intuitively decode the shit that has baffled them for years, but I said, no, I'm not giving them that shit, and I don't care how much money they give me. But, you know, my daughter's getting old enough. She, she's starting to ask me for shit. You know, she's asking for specific shit and colors, and she wants this color and that color. And I, I take great joy in providing for her what she wants. And I'm not letting no cultural niggas that don't appreciate what I have to offer stop me from taking care of my baby. You know what I'm saying? So 
I was trying to deny myself the reality, like, yo, oh, no, nah, the, the community is, you know, everything is peachy and creamy. They're going to appreciate me one day and what I have to offer. Nah, all these niggas hate you and hate us, and they just want you to fucking, you know, be, be like, uh, you know, die blind and broke and be in somebody's, um, you know, home or something. But And that's the paradigm for the uh the, the public speaker. You know, just the same way gangbangers, their job is the gangbang and they after that they either got two places, the cemetery or the jail. And for public speakers is you just, you know, you just teach for the rest of your goddamn life and then you just go unappreciated and, you know, people, you know, bid off of and all type of shit. So I'm I'm just concentrating on my student body and people who reach out. I'm going back to the basics when if you really want the info, you know where to find people. You know what I'm saying? Do not call me and ask me no questions without having no money. You heard? Because that's like going to the movies without the full set to get in the movie. Nigga, you in the wrong space. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real candid in one million. You feel me? Because I figured out a way to get money without having to you know, proselytize and sound deep to ignorant folks. You know, I want to speak to the enlightened people. And enlightenment are those people who have used all of what they learn from us to create a current. There's young men and women who are above par on that in that respect, in that regard. And I know them. These these are the homies. They take this this information and they buy homes with it. You heard they 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 have libraries, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my my homie Nick, uh, Hampton, uh, 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 my my homie Nick out in um in Maryland in DMV area, and my my homie Jermaine McKinnon, and shout out to my peeps, uh, down in in Texas, you know the brothers and sisters in Louisiana, you know who are not fucking sweating, they're betting, you understand? They they're not into the jollies. They want to hear you say something deep, and they want to hear the bombs get dropped, but they 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 don't know what the fuck a PayPal account is. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm done with that shit. I'm done with that. I done made three dozen DVDs. I done brought out all type of speakers. I done made all of the young speakers who speak now uh, uh, even more relevant, the ones that we have uh, uh, touched uh, when, when me and Dot was in Brooklyn, Dot was with me facilitating, bringing Valentine, and bring, I done brought Phil and Bobby together since the, the gathering of the Masters, brought um, Delbert back for the first time in 15 years because them bum-ass niggas in New York ain't want to give him $1,500. You know what I'm saying? I done been through all of that shit, had all of these creeps coming up like they teachers talking slick at niggas. You know, uh, 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 niggas on YouTube sneak dissing, you know, in their living room and shit, all type of shit. So I'm done with that, you know what I mean? I'm trying to do something else, and it's working, you know, because I, I, I gained the, uh, the, the insight to walk away from the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my peoples in Chicago. Those, those are the most loyalist people in the world is Shot Town. They don't flip, you know? They don't flip. And shout out to beautiful Los Angeles that has I I I, I just oh God I love L A. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it don't make no sense whatsoever. 
who, whoever don't appreciate Los Angeles that's from here, you don't know what you, Jesus, you don't know what you got. You heard? L.A. has been beautiful to me, and I appreciate L.A., and I appreciate all of the people who are betting and they putting their current behind what they believe in as opposed to <clears throat> just getting the jollies and psychological masturbation off of deep words and shit, you know? So <clears throat> the course is called Cinnabar. It's, you cannot find it anywhere. It encompasses 36 months. I encourage people to get them uh, the entire year, mere minimum, and it's collectively, uh, uh, it's all put into, I had to go back to New York recently and bring it back here with me, and it's collectively 12 months. It's, it's like a, a correspondence course. I have the whole three-year course. If you know anything about correspondence courses, the best one is BOTA, but it requires you 13 years to complete BOTA at uh, whatever price, I don't know what they charge now, but I, when I was in prison, I used to be in Botox, and I used to pay, uh, and this is when a nigga was getting 12 cents an hour. I would save my money and 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 get uh, a month's worth of course, that, and it was about $14, you heard? So uh, the highest a nigga was getting paid is 26 cents, you know, so nigga was happy with that. So you know, here it is now. We're in the street. The 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 the, the, uh, the, the course does what Botox does in thirteen years. It does it in three years. So it's tried, true, and tested. The the work, in fact, is so powerful it protects itself from ignorant people. So as I'm talking about it, the ignorant people who may listen, they can't even hear what I'm saying right now. You heard? That's how ill this shit is because. True power is in the mechanics of mind. And this three-year course is, and this is what people have been asking me for ages. Rashid, where's the course? Where's the course? It's very difficult to put 6,000 years of coursework. Or people, many people think the uh, Crowleyan stuff that they call in Kabbalah is Kabbalah, and it's really not. You know, people, people uh, they're mixing hermeticism up with other stuff, and, and they're not understanding what, what is really occurring. And then I'm discovering that, like, from the 16th century on up, there's very few major uh, Judaic trends that are of uh, extreme interest to me because Judaism had become extremely uh, co-opted after the uh, Sabbatah Zevi in the form of all of the, uh, the, 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 the sparse elements. You know, everything after 1492 is, uh, until you get to, like, the 15th century in Zafid, uh current, you know, former Palestine, current Palestine, whatever you want to call it. That's when stuff, that's the end of it. It's like the, the last issues of the X-Men when it started getting phony after 180. You know what I'm saying? On that note right there, right. That's a powerful, that's a powerful note you just made. I want people to really visualize oh, that yeah. last. Take this, to the, take this to the meditation. Take this, we're going to take that to the meditation family. Feel me? So I do want the family to uh, get ready. Just give them a little time, you know, to get their things in order. Especially if any of the family have any of that soul gold liquid drops out there, please take some time and go and get your liquid drops. Make sure that you drop two or three, three or four drops under the tongue. Put it in some refreshments. 
now is the time to definitely get it in your body so you can activate that pineal gland to prepare you for where we're about to go. All right? So, tonight's meditation, you know what I'm saying, just like tonight's conversation, we're talking about the power of the sound. We're talking about that penetrating aspect of the sound. And for the last few shows, we've been reminding or, or, you know, relaying to you the information pertaining with the speed of thought and the power of thought. You know, thought and sound pretty much go hand in hand, okay? So if the thought is traveling one three hundred and seventy-third of a second, okay, it's traveling at, a, you know, 34.7 billion miles per second and all of that and penetrating, you know, all sorts of corridors of the universe, your sound as well, your thought, what you think is very important, what you're saying with that sport, with your, with your tongue, with your mouth is super important because this is what you're putting out to the universe. This is your intent, all right? So I want us to focus on if we could conceive that, that speed, if you could conceive that length of time and space, you know what I'm saying? If you could see where sound is penetrating to, if you could just envision all of those lengths and those corridors, just imagine what you're putting out there so you could just be a little more responsible for what you want, for what you want to vibrate into the universe, whatever it may be, all right? So let's find ourselves a dark place, preferably somewhere pitch black. You could turn the computer to monitor the screen off without cutting off your computer. Find yourself seated somewhere where your back is straight, feet flat to the floor. Your palms are on the edge of your knee, with your palms, your hands on the edge of your knee, with your palms facing upwards to the ceiling. Two index fingers touching your thumbs, touching, forming a pyramid. All right? Tip of your tongue is touching the roof of your mouth. Your eyes are closed. You're pulling the wind from your stomach, all right, through the abdominals. So you're inhaling through the nose, all right, pulling the air through the stomach. Exhaling out of your mouth Okay Now you can meditate in silence You can meditate where You know the, the, the mantra Is reverberating in your mind You can meditate and Say om to yourself and You know resonate that You can concentrate on thought You can do whatever makes you feel Most comfortable For the time allotted that we're about to go in Like I said for those that do have so go liquid drops. We recommend that you drop it at this particular time, not only to activate the pineal, but it also creates a euphoric feeling in the body. So it's going to relax you. It's going to mellow you out and everything. And that's perfect for those that don't have it. Of course, we still have a sale going on, SoGoBiz.com. A few days remaining for that sale. We're about to go back to full price. All right, we'll discuss that after the meditation. For the family that's ready, like I said, Eyes closed, pure darkness, seated back straight. Inhale, exhale. Mm-hmm. 
Peace, peace, peace to the family. Yes, sir. All right. Let the family settle in. I got a few announcements I would like to make. Let me make this for the family that's still in the uh, New York City area, in the tri-state area. Tomorrow and Sunday in the glorious borough of BX. Black Dot, if you're still on the line, this is for you as well. Okay, on um, Southern Boulevard, 1789 Southern Boulevard, which is Boston Road and 174th Street. Okay, Boston Road and 174th Street, the grand opening of Suncofa Gift Shop and Cafe. This is a a juice bar, you know what I'm saying? It's a cafe. They're going to be serving spinach and broccoli and all of that good stuff as well. It will be opening, the grand opening. Tomorrow, all right, tomorrow and Sunday, January 19th and 20th, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 7 a.m. Seymour, Sogo Water will be in the building. Okay, family, you can call over there at the number 347-590-2394 if you need any additional information in regards to, uh, you know, the address or what have you. 347 Two three nine four, definitely come through. All right, like I said, the Seven Heaven Soul Gold Water will be in the building. I right. I will be in the building as well. All right. More than likely, maybe Red will be there. But nonetheless, you know, come and show support for the family. They're doing something that's very monumental, and you know, something that needs to be implemented and done in a community such as that. That has a uh, it's like a food desert, you know what I'm saying? There's not too many places that you could get anything uh, of substance to eat out there. So these people, they're putting their neck on the line. They're making their next move, their best move. Please show your support if you are in the tri-state area. Austin Road, 174th Street, okay? And for the family, again, like I mentioned, the show is being sponsored by SoGoBiz.com. Uh, we do have a sale going on that will be going on through the uh, Martin Luther King weekend. Of course, shout out to the Law 44 Resonator MLK. All right. So we'll be doing that in honor of him. And it will be ending sometime next week. So please go and check the sales out over there. So go biz.com, ocean14corp.com as well. All right. Rashid. Yes, sir. You see, they got two movies coming out in Hollywood, one with the number 42 in it and the next with the number 43. <laughs> uh, I guess they ain't going to put, they ain't got to put a, a, a 44 movie out because they got a 44 movie playing out in front of the world for the whole world to see right now. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, brother. The, um, the, the, the ain't nobody going to be satisfied till they see what 44 really means. And, you know, people, you know, I don't want, you know, 
we got some hands up in the call queue, so if you want to take some questions, we could definitely do that. Yeah, no question. All right. So, family that's on the phone, if you do have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, you know, we are definitely going to the phone line at this particular time. All right. All you got to do is press one. We will get you on the line. So, with no further ado, let me go to the first caller. Caller from 832-832-508. Peace. Yeah, uh, what's up, man? This, this, this brother. You know, brother, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, but I'm talking to A.A. Rashid. What's now, up, brother? You, your energy went there tonight, and I've been sitting back on the, uh, the situation for a long time, about two years now. You, we, we, we was friends on Facebook, and you put a statement out about challenging some work you put out, and I answered the challenge, but then when I answered the challenge, you went in on Nuwabu and Dr. York, but then I sit here and I hear you do shows with Brother Polite I hear you build with Nuwabians, but on that Facebook exchange we had, Dr. York was a plagiarizer. He was a liar. He was a no-show. And I'm just trying to figure out, brother, you think that energy done caught back up with you because you're talking about money now. The one thing Dr. York did was he built. He built a whole lot. She was saying he never had a problem making money. So my thing is, if Kabbalah is supposed to do what it's supposed to do, you're supposed to be getting paid. So explain. First of all, I don't even know who you are. Second of all, I'm not on Facebook. Third of all, I don't say nothing negative about Dr. York, and if I did, I really don't give a fuck because ain't a motherfucker going to do nothing to me no how if I say something about This ain't about nobody doing it until y'all ask you a question. We're not talking so about nobody doing that. And, and I answered your question, and I'm not in the business of having no personal dialogue about your feelings, my man, on okay. this well, well, my station. name is Netter. My name is Netteru Devon, and we was friends on Facebook. Well, my, name is, my name is my name is my name is Ahmed Rashid, and that's my name on Facebook, and that's my name by birth. A A Rashid is my name, so I I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention to uh, cultural names and their feelings on Facebook. I say it in front of their mama. 
I don't give a fuck. That Facebook shit. You niggas is crazy. That's why I got off of Facebook. Hello? Yeah, I'm right here. All right, well, next caller with any questions, comments, and or concerns. I'm going to go to the next caller. Caller from... Call her from the three two three three two three five five eight. Call her from the three two three. Peace. Boys and R, boys and R, beautiful and respected, the same as peace to everybody in attendance. This is Kali Shakur, and I will say that uh, it is very hard for me to believe that white people can be somehow superior to me, or that a cracker became supreme all of a sudden after all we've been through and everything we we've done. And I refuse to be duped into believing that a committee of 300 honkies are pulling my heartstrings to maybe buy certain products or to perpetuate characters that don't exist. And it really makes no sense for a devil or the devil to be accepted as a member of the elite. But there was a, a great sister that stood by me and gently said to my ear that black power is rich melanin and pure intelligence. And after hearing that black power is rich melanin and pure intelligence, how can we further describe that concept? Then within the same school of thought are black people the true architects of the matrix? Because this right here is specifically geared towards Brother DB, or as we call him, uh, the black dot being invited to California on the black carpet treatment and being greeted with open arms by the new black Panthers of Los Angeles. And looking at the East Coast now, I can imagine how in the 1970s, the original gangsters of Harlem, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Queens controlled the streets of New York. And how the first MCs articulated the condition that they lived long before gangster rap became an item inside of the music industry. So between 1990 and 1991, you teamed up with somebody by the name of Tim Dog to promote a West Coast diss record and with little success then, but now releasing a solo album just a few months ago, do you have any regrets for participating in the record you performed with Tim Dog in the early stages of your career? Oh, what the fuck? Huh? I don't even think Black Dot is on the phone right now, you know what I'm saying, to answer that. Like, Black Dot went on tour with the brother, and you want him to talk about the contents of Tim Dog's song? Oh, you asking me no? the question? You asking me I'm that ask, question? Yeah, I'm ask? asking you, is that what you are, is that what you're purporting to ask Black Dot? Because I don't think Black Dot is here on the phone right this minute. Black Dot, if you're there. Oh, he must not be on the phone. I thought he was on the phone. I had two other questions before that. First question before I ask any of that was, how can we further uh, describe the concept of black power being rich, melanin, and pure intelligence since through this whole conversation we've been talking about was about sound and uh, frequencies and things like that? Then the second question after that is, are black people the true architects to the matrix? Well, family, if your question... Blue, you going to answer that? That's, a, that's, that's straightforward, that question. The, the 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 part that the brother's talking about as far as melanin is concerned, melanin allows us to have dermal auditory sensory perception 
where the skin tone itself enhances your ability to sensory, sensorily perceive all things in existence. You can even read thoughts and vibrations and feelings through your, your melanin uh, uh, apparatus. And uh, to answer that, and other people who do not have large concentrations of melanin are, are called dermo-auditory uh, uh, non-receptive. And one of the the uh, ailments of that is that you can see that they can't dance. They can't catch the beat and or the rhythm. Now, uh, as far as your other question, are we architects of the matrix? Well, if we define what the matrix is, if we define the matrix as a specific construct that makes the physical world uh, move and motivate, you know, and, and, and evolve and do what it does, then absolutely I am of the uh, of the agreement where I mean just for my psychology's sake, I'm in the whole thing where I can't attribute no kind of power to nothing outside of my, my black reality, my blacknificent self, you know, on no level. So I can acknowledge the the, the expressions of power that I see in, in the world at large. However, I have to have a place for myself to be the uh, the key maker, the Morpheus, the Neo of of, and I'm just using those references because you use the Matrix reference, and that's how it became a popular feature in our in our language construct is to harp on that. But um, melanin endows the the mind the ability to be the the supreme controller of of, of existence, and this is why all of the protracted uh, attacks against black people has been a melanin and chemical based one. So you find I, I find this uh, very interesting in in light of the fact that it, it, uh, melanin is an alkaloid, and many of the uh, the substances which have been known to enhance sensory perception and create addiction are also alkaloids that connect directly to melanin. So. The, the curse of 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 our cultural of our cultural situation right now is that the outlets that we use to feel better have a have a direct connection to our chemical consciousness and our makeup. So cocaine affects black people different than it does other cultures. Drugs, period, which are alkaline and based have an ability to uh, associate and attach themselves to it. So, you know, melanin and our, our ability to control the world at large is based off of uh, also an acknowledgement of having some information that is key to power. And power is a whole, the whole dialogue of power and statesmanship is a whole other dialogue on how to apply power. How, how how do we apply do we do we apply it through the political apparatus? Well, that depends on your ideology and what you're into. But if you're of the mind that there is no recourse in politics, then and you're of the mind that melanin is powerful, then you have to get into the science and the metaphysics and the spiritual realm, which enhances and and and, and uses melanin as the uh, a transmitter of our intent. So I think what we need to concentrate on collectively is having a collective myth because we all, in any organization, you have to have a creed or 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 or, or a uh, or something to 
we all are unified by some type of myth that's included in our creed or our obligation or something that we remember. And this is something that we all require. We, we require a collective myth that speaks to us and, and it has to have its associated images and we have to see the images in our environment. And here in Los Angeles that I see the collective myth that the uh, the Mexican uh, uh, folks have is they have a collective myth that before they call on Jesus, they don't call on Jesus, they don't call on the Mike Piazza Jesus or the Swarthy Jesus or the Jesus with the long brown hair and blue eyes. They call on a woman first. They call on Our Lady of Guadalupe, and the gangsters got it on their back. They got it all on the walls right next to the and, – and the, and the, and the uh, gangs, they don't spray on top of the Our Lady of Guadalupe. They don't even get close to it. So they have a collective myth where they respect femininity as being the forefront or the, the threshold upon which physicality and things come into existence. The matrix, the mother. Matrix is matter. Matter is mother. Mother is uh, is material, you know. If you take an M and make it upside down for my metaphysical brothers and sisters, the M becomes a W and it bespeaks even further of everything that she dominates and where emotions reside within the waters, physicality, you know? So I hope right, I answered the question. That's what's up. Now, with the third question that I asked you was more so I was really keen on the point that uh, our music, rap music is like a, a reflection of how we live in our hood and our communities. But see, gangster rap, quote, unquote, gangster rap is something that the enemy, the cracker, tried to put on some of our way of expressing how we came up, you know what I mean? And it became a threat just off of that. Sure but did. that was all the way out from New York. That's from all over, you know what I mean? And it wasn't just from L.A., you know what I'm saying? So that's really what I, I was asking. And plus we live sure in a metrosexual age and, and so and with hip-hop, with dudes wearing dresses and shit like that. So what I wanted to know was, you know what I mean, like, like, are we wrong, you know what I mean, for expressing that? Like earlier in our conversation, you was talking about how you want to hear some shit about piss in the alley. You don't want to hear nobody trying to be all extra enlightened and nothing like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think he said, he said he wants he wants to hear music that reflects that particular, that, that, that vision, you know what I'm saying, like the grit of New York. Let me, like, Let, me Let me answer it. Let me answer it. Let me answer it. And I'm going to tell you, gangster rap, Ain't even from New York. Gangster rap is originally from Philadelphia. The first gangster rap song was by Schoolie D, and he was talking about a, a gang in Philly that puts major work in. So the paradigm for gangster rap is something that served um, later on. It served corporate, corporate entities, and when they, especially here in Los Angeles, where they began to make gang activity a a onus for commercial rises for them to funnel more money into the police force so they can create the battering ram and knock brothers and sisters' houses down and, and create all of these um, these adverse circumstances. But the world over, people always speak about their conditions, but you are absolutely correct. The white folks are the ones that call it something else, gangster rap. Now, I'm going to say this one thing, though. Culturally, when you listen to the music, I hear, uh, I hear in Los Angeles what they what white folks call gangster rap. It also encompasses disrespecting women, 
And I'm 38 years old, and I've been listening to rap since 1983 independently. I remember going to buy my first rap record uh, before you could hear rap on the radio. And the music changed when Niggas for Life came out. When Niggas for Life came out, I was trapping. I was I was young. Uh, we was all trapping from one of our big homies around the way. We was getting a few dollars, and that was the soundtrack. It was that and uh, the, the Ghetto Boys, my mind playing tricks on me. Same way they was they smoked Sherm out here. They was smoking it. We was smoking it in New York, calling it um, uh, C3PO and all kind of you know free willy and all of that. So culturally, when you put your pulse on the music, you gotta hear all of the different you know content. And I'm gonna tell you, NWA galvanized a particular sound through the use of their Jewish Inroad into uh, uh, what's the white boy name Paul um, uh, Heller Jerry Heller. They were putting out a sonic wave of despair. Like if you listen to Niggas for Life, yeah, that is one of the most cathartic, artistic, and atrocious albums ever recorded. They are kidnapping women on that on that on that record. Yeah, they're kidnapping women mutilating women, and all type of shit on that record. And these guys are like, these all these guys got money from that. You understand? But then when I came to Los Angeles, I said, if the music, does the music, is the music reminiscent or emblematic of some of the attitudes towards women here? And I lived downtown at, at Los Angeles, what is considered or used to be called Skid Row. They're trying to fix it up. You know, long story short, I see the grit and the reality. Paul, you know this when you came to the spot. This is this is shit is gully down the street, my nigga. Yeah, I just seen some shit. And I see the influence that that music has had on the culture or either the culture has had an influence on the music, one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So music is different in different places. When you go down south the people who make the two chains and the Jesus and all of them popular are strippers. That is stripper music. And the, the the rule and the parlance of getting on in those regions is you have to go into the clubs, you gotta go into King of Diamonds, you gotta go into um what you call it, Club Nikki, you gotta go into Magic City to give the strippers the music so they can play it so that the dudes are sitting there throwing money at them will buy the music or buy into whatever you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So different regions have different approaches to how, you know, they come across. And all the music in Chicago right now sounds the same with the same beat and the same uh, type of beat to me. But they, 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 they all, um, it's all coming out of the minds of a bunch of young men and women who the federal government have taken and the prison system have taken all of the older people who were uh, in the streets uh, um, governing the young people out of their area. So now they're governing themselves, and that's why it's going crazy out there in Chicago. You understand? So, you know, your first question, I don't know if I can adequately answer that because I don't even know it. I didn't even know Black Dot did a song with Tim Dog. However, I remember seeing Tim Dog perform Fuck Compton in New York at the club Octagon when I was a little kid 
but I never, I never, I never could think that it was more than entertainment. Yeah, the the part where people started making it into some street shit happened when the white folks started getting involved in it. You heard? And started antagonizing, you know, the going back and forth. And I'm quite certain, and I'm speaking for Dot in this instance, that I'm quite certain that Dot couldn't even take the parts of what the world then was as opposed to now. This is a grown man now. I look up to Dot. He's one of my elders and mentors. I see his fathering skills. It's because of Dot re-inaugurating his vows with his wife that made me want to have my daughter when I went to his wedding that Reverend Phil Valentine administered to. You know what I'm saying? We, it was it's such a beautiful feeling to see black love. So I know that he's a different person from then to now. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's a lot of interesting things in that rap industry. And I know personally from being and growing up with Big, uh, uh, Christopher Wallace, that I know that the industry was trying to undermine him on the East Coast. They had them, the rap group Helter Skelter, which was uh, composed of rock and rock. They had the, the, the white folks at their label told them the, uh, to, to get, start shooting at Big so that they can get a revenue stream. You heard? But the funny thing about Big, Big and them found out where they was having a recording session, and he sent Gutter over there with the brass knuckles, and they put work in on them niggas. You understand? So, you know, he was hands-on with his approach with that, and that's why it wasn't a lot of East Coast people shooting at Big. It was it was them polarizing both ends of the spectrum. There's no better way to destroy or denude a group of people's unity but by separating them. You know what I'm saying? With ploys of deception and word games and, you know, of the like. But but I hear that you say that you are from, I can hear it in your voice, you are from Los Angeles. And yeah, I was born and raised in L.A. That's right. right. I had to ask the question, though, yo, because, you know, the first question I asked, I, well, I got so far into my study in it with Black Power is Rich Melon and Pure Intelligence. What I got from it was, like, Dark Mass and unadulterated spirit, you know what I mean, like a black man or a black woman or a black child that's just innocent with no, no, never did nothing wrong and just pure intelligence, never, just doing everything the right way, you know what I mean. Um, with the second question, uh, are black people the true architects of the matrix? It's like he was explaining to us earlier how the cracker tried to take all our symbols and try to uh, pervert it and making it to something weak, you know what I mean, like, uh, for instance, the Baphomet. It's not a goat, it's a ram, you know what I mean? But the center of the uh, the astrology, center of astrology is the ram, you know what I mean? So is that like like the center of all that? That's where all that is coming from. And then with the last question, um, about see, I feel like a lot of these dudes is acting homosexual. Everybody can agree with that. And the way the music is so soft, it'll make a, a, a seed head go to sleep. You know what I mean? You can't even smoke weed and enjoy the music now because it's so soft. I think we need more uh, militant music, you know, more hardcore music. Even the black sisters, like you speak about the women feel disrespected, I feel that they would appreciate if the brothers uh, spit more hardcore lyrics, you know what I mean, in the right direction, though. Right. Yeah, and I'm right. from L.A. I was going to raise L.A. my whole life. It was West Side all day long. 
No question. And I, I, um, I, I'm from the, I'm, I'm born in Chicago. I was raised in Brooklyn, and I made LA my home. And I love Los Angeles. And you know what I mean? I love, I love every part of it. You see me? Especially the black part. You know? Right. That's up. Right. So I'm, 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 I'm very proud of you. Let me tell you this because that is. It's not easy for young people in Los Angeles to to have uh, uh, confidence in their consciousness. You know, it's a lot of peer pressure, and it's a lot of people don't care if you uh, if you know about science and the the, the, the high end stuff that you were talking about. You know, you know, a lot of people they just ain't trying to hear that. You know, they just ain't get it yet. You feel me? So you keep your journey. Keep on your journey, uh, brother. All uh, right, Black Power, 21 Guns and Loot. Black Power. That's right, Black Power. Paulie. Loot. I'm sitting there on my phone on mute talking about oh, calling yeah. you there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Calling from the 215-609. Your line is open. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. Peace to the guys. What up, family? Peace a lot. Peace. What's good, family? Ain't nothing, man. I'm just, uh, y'all, y'all speaking my language tonight, man. Y'all, y'all speaking my language tonight. This is by far one of the best shows I've ever heard. Um, Shout out to AAAA Rashid. What's goody, man? What's going on, bro? You good. Sometimes me all the time us. You know it. I know that's right, man. I, um, I just wanted to give you give you some love. And I mean, like I, I was building with you on Facebook before you got off. I um went down to Black Nobel, got a few DVDs, and that that fingerprints the guys, man. It's crazy, crazy. No question. Shout out to Black yeah. and Nobel. That's one of my homes, man. I love Philadelphia. For oh, real. yeah, and that, that, that chronic corn is definitely the business. Yes. Definitely the business. But, um, yeah, man, y'all just, y'all speaking my language, man. Like, I was looking forward to the more fire Friday, but, you know, I could I could wait a week. But this was definitely on point and, and much needed. Y'all, I think y'all addressed a lot of issues that a lot of people, like, this is the stuff that I would talk about know, years ago in some of the dudes that I was from with when I was like really heavy into the, the ratchet rapping, like you know what I mean? The glorifying the street life. Not so much glorifying it so much as like storytelling. But I think it was definitely on point. Um definitely raised the vibration of a lot of people like myself who who don't listen to the show from a judgmental point of view, just from a, you know, absorb you know, absorbing knowledge and, and just Seeing what y'all got to got to offer, man. So I just I just want to you know say a little quote from from Black Thought that I think applies to what you guys were saying tonight. And oh, shout out to Roots too. Um, oh, yeah. He said he said we under the microscope because we defining the culture. They smiling and soldier like you shining in loafers. Them old heads say we need a modern day Moses. 
the leaders as posers. We needed some soldiers. And y'all definitely is, is holding down the front line, man. So, you know, that's, I'm just loving it, man. Like, you know, I, I'm usually at a loss for words when I get on here just because I'm always shocked that y'all, y'all actually put me on. So I definitely appreciate that, man. Um, I do, I do have an offering. I mean, I can save it till next week. I, I don't, I don't want to hold it back, but I mean, y'all blessings. I would like to, you know, go in, give go a little in. positivity. Go right. in, change hey, the vibe. We, go. we had a fucking weirdo call earlier. Change the vibe up, son. All right, here we go. I calculated a better angle, the equilateral offense, so I side with the Rebel Angels. Cut loose ends for they get tangled, get out of the way, or get slayed. We untamed like Django. Divine archery, spot them in the crosshairs. They all scared, living fair with those crosshairs. Sword players legendary. Dead aim with a long spare, mental capacity of a long head. It's tribalism in these cold streets, but we's good. Still protected, bless the blessings of the priesthood. No robes, you must be trained to see the holy order. Initiated, sole goal is the holy water. Celestial waters flow into a reservoir. I dream of phonetic forms never uttered before. Therefore, I don't rap. I'm a lyrical tactician. I don't spit. I verbalize spiritual transmissions. I walk straight amongst the snakes with crooked backs. Fraternity apostles, we be writing the book of Acts. <laughs> That's for you, AA. No question. Yo, listen, I got a song for you, too. Listen, Paul, play that song. I sent it to you. It's the remix with me and Isis the Savior from Philly. It's Batman Mafia, the Batman Mafia remix, Batman Mafia. Play that, son. World premiere. All right. Let me school you while we post shares. We leap from leap years over the careers. Pull out some bill, but concrete for the sea spins. Seen a couple laid out in the streets on the way here. I got counsel from psychics and soothsayers. Raised in the hood, got whistles from street players. Hustlers, prostitutes, junkies, the block racers. Undercovers, pimps, monkeys, and cold haters. It's a hard knock life, rougher than crack gators. I burn you bitches 23 hours of hard labor just to kill you with the flow. Finish bar. You ain't getting far, but I'ma ride this way, escalator. It's a pity, but some of you bitches do for paper. I don't bite my tongue, I serve them straight, no chaser. Spend getting money, X round, contact the neighbor. Do a background check, cut, then kill yourself later. Raider, niggas love it when I pop fly. Your only purpose here is to suck, fucking die. <laughs> but you suck, so fucking die. Come and count this money to my whole team. Right? Yeah. Batman Mafia, Batman Mafia, Sock Pot Save Nigga, Spiritual the Mafia, Dumped on Top of Ya, Isis Beside Me, I'ma Catch Your Body Ya, Time is Divisible, Matter Never Trivial, Broke Niggas Killing You, Illuminati Thugging You, I Don't Give a Fuck About the Illuminati, Nothing, Y'all Niggas Frontin' Too, Let's Talk Fame, Murders in the Mixes, Big Face Games, Hallway Fixes, See You Niggas Later, Fly With a Biscuit, Creeping With a Mission, Greedy with the kisses, manipulate my scriptures, shoot me in the mood, 
Julie, box off a Sunni. She love the Goonies, born as a Sunni. Manipulating Christian, manifest a vision. Broken glass everywhere, listen to my vision. Listen to my message, coming to the hexes. Shoes in them boxes, freezing the lockers. Take your own wake, death really fake. Guns solve problems, deadbeat revolvers. Deadbeat fathers, Batman mamas. Batman mafia, Batman mafia, Batman mafia. Tate, nigga, spiritual mafia. Dumped on top of ya, ISIS beside me. I'ma catch body, 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 body. never trivial. Broke niggas killing you. Illuminati thugging you. I don't give a fuck about the Illuminati nothing. <laughs> you. <laughs> Let's talk fame. Murders in the mixes. Big face games. Hallway fixes. See you niggas later. I'm flying with a business. Creeping with a mistress. Greedy with the kisses. Manipulate my scriptures. Shoot me in the movie. Box office Tuli. She love the goonies. Born as a Sunni. Manipulated Christian. Manifest a vision. Broken glass everywhere. Listen to my vision. <laughs> Listen to my message. Coming to the hexes. Shoes in the boxes. Freezer in the lockers. Fake your own way. Death really fake. Gun soft problems. Deadbeat revolvers and deadbeat fathers. Batman mamas. Batman mafia. Sock passe nigga. Spiritual the mafia. Dumped on top of you. ISIS beside me, I'ma catch a body up. <laughs> Niggas got me the hell that's up. The next hey. week. Yeah, nah, I got more fire, son. I got more fire. Man. I got remixes, my nigga. All right, let's go to the next caller. All right, shout out to the homie from Philly. Shout out to Philly. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out to Black to Isis the Savior. Shout out to Isis the Savior. She's a legend. All right. Let's go to the 718. All right. 718-786-718 family. Peace. <laughs> peace, family. Peace. This is Jay. Peace. Up. A shout out to KTL Radio. Oh, for sure. Shout out to A.A. Rashid. I always enjoy when you come on the show. I love the way you articulate your thoughts. Very poignant, and you just bring a breath of fresh air. Um, I'm Thank an artist. I'm, uh-huh, I'm a writer and a musician, and I use sound as a vehicle, as my vehicle to enlightenment. And earlier on the show, Rashi, you were talking. You said something pertaining to um, fire. I think you said fire. The three other elements besides are the fire, water, and air, um, basically being the power behind sound. And it just clicked something in my head because right now I'm studying um, something called somatics. It's the visible, basically, um, how sound manifests um, and creates matter. And I wanted to know if you could touch a little bit more on that, expand a little bit. Absolutely. Well, the it's very it's very advanced, but it's very simple mm-hmm. when you take in consideration that. The first thing we have to address about matter is that matter resonates with purpose. So, therefore, design denotes purpose. Mm -hmm. 
the very design of something will tell us what purpose it has in the physical world. There is no such thing as us breaking laws. We break ourselves when we try to break the law. So that's the law. The law is that design denotes purpose and that purpose can be uh, invested into one thing into another. You can give purpose. But what is a vehicle for affording purpose to something? It's the eloquent use of sound or the the uh, protracted use of sound with a strategy to take your geometry of your thought and intent and infuse it into something. Now, if I take sand and I place sand on top of a drum or on top of a speaker and I play a specific harmonic, what will occur is that the sand will now become a specific pattern on top of the drum or on top of the speaker itself. So it tells us that sound is the one that creates the geometry that we see. Mm. So now when people might ask this question, they say, well, Rashid, if that's the case, then how is it that all human beings uh, have two eyes, nostrils, mouth, two ears on either side, if they stand out five limbs, five fingers each hand? What is that? Where did that come from? That came from the same location that our DNA came from. And if you look at where our DNA came from, all you have to do is ask the culture of the ancient African, and they'll tell you that the star of deep beginnings is the star which gives us our geometry, which serves as our purpose. Now, when I go a little bit north, and, and uh, to my brothers and sisters in Kim, and I asked them, show me the image of the star of deep beginnings. They're going to show me a picture of a five-pointed star, and they're going to call it the Duat. And the the five-pointed star emblematic is emblematic of the geometry that that uh, light takes upon when it twists and it turns in its trajectory towards magnetic fields. Anybody that know anything about physics, you know that mass attracts energy. So the reason why our ancestors used to create mounds and pyramids is because we were trying to attract energies, in particular negative ions. So negative, the attraction of negative ions promotes positive thinking. Positive thinking then, through eloquent speech, becomes a geometry of form, and then language constructs that come out and how we speak and how we delegate our affairs how we speak to one another elicits good emotions and positive feelings in one another. Everyone wants to be affirmed, and you notice that uh, you can create good feelings in people and therefore change their DNA. You can change their their very construct based off of the uh, the tonality that you use. So. Uh, I hope I you know I, if I didn't answer your question, I hope I gave you enough to further your studies, but I, I always appreciate that uh, that people read and they study sciences that step outside of the, uh, the the norm because now you can integrate and I don't I don't want to sound corny, but I swear <laughs> to God I just bought a book on somatics the other day. I swear to God. <laughs> I can believe it. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Let me stop fronting. This book is the Handbook of Semiotics. It's S E M I O T I C S. 
And, and what speaking, is that on? That, that well. speaks about the use of the use of uh, they they seem to be very similar. It mm-hmm. speaks about the use of of yeah. It speaks about the use of um, of language and words within certain contexts. So it even goes into the use of words in advertisement and how people respond. So I'm in the business of media. I'm in the business of creating a method of uh, of of of, of uh, consistently. I have not worked for no pilgrims in years, so I always have to be ahead of the curve with how to present the information so it resonates with any new markets that arise. You know what I'm saying? So I, I always study, you know, outside of the box. Definitely. All right, thank you. You did answer the question, plus you gave a little more, which I appreciate. And uh, Twin Pillars, I'm definitely looking forward to that more Fire Fridays. Yeah, make sure you send us some music, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so we can blast off again. P-Morpheus at gmail.com. All right? All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Peace. We got one more hand up in the call queue. Got a caller from the 404. Call okay. from the forty-four seven three four. All right, call from the four four. Peace. I'm like that. <laughs> don't call me. I'm like, what you gonna be calling me? I'm not gonna be calling you. I'm not like talking to girls that I like. <laughs> Come on, let's not listen to their conversation. Cut this shit up. They going in. <laughs> they talking shit to each other. That's right. That's right. All right, so. We had the conclusion of another phenomenal show. You know, this was definitely one for the record books. Oh, yeah. Not a weirdo and everything. A weirdo. Got me fucked up. Crazy. And I'd say the same shit in your face. I got something for everybody, nigga. Weirdos. Anybody. Niggas is crazy. Yeah. But on another note... Trying to teach these niggas talking about Facebook. Facebook, you better get on Facebook too, son. No, no, no. He's your friend on Facebook. Yeah. I hear that shit. He really got the game twisted. He seriously got the game twisted. He need to be with a whiz. He couldn't have been in front of no woman saying that shit. That nigga's single, widow. All right, family, so... Again, I want to leave them on that note. Next weekend in L.A. at the Craft Center, Black Dot will be in the building, family. So please, tell a friend to tell a friend. Come out and see a legend. You heard? Yeah, we heard. Right, you got anything else you want to leave them with? Um. Nah, man, this was a good show. We'll see what it do. You know, some some people that's you know that's that's betters, and I see them. You know, they know the email. They know how to find me. You heard? Love is love. Absolutely. Hi, family. See you out here on Tuesday. We got Umar in the building, and then of course next Friday, monumental show, Loaded Lux. All right, that work more fire Friday. The return of the More Fire Friday for the 2013 cycle. Yes, sir.